evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Hey, Cody pointed the wrong way in my view, but he pointed the <laughs> right way in yours. I'm Cole, and I'm playing Olarun, the uh, ASMR Paladin Hexblade Warlock. Mm-hmm. Playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm playing Sarite Landir, the Eligen Glamour Bard. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm Sirak, the Arakakra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, Widow Scout. There it is. I love, I love our, our terrible... Brady bunching? Which... Like and subscribe. We don't know where the buttons are. We don't know where hey, anybody hey, is. Hey, it's a real thing because it half is. of our cameras are the right direction and half of them are the wrong direction. Come up here and fight me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> extreme close up. Extreme close up. Extreme close up. Oh, oh, that classic twenty-five-year-old movie. Yeah, feel old about that. I don't actually know the uh, reference. I just echoed you like a parrot. Oh. <laughs> it's Wayne's what World. What is it from? Wayne's okay, World. I don't. Yeah. I have to go get on my ice flow and drift. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I missed a lot of classics that a lot of people like grew up with. Or like people will reference things and I'm like, like again, Avatar, where I've referenced those things forever because I heard other people reference them even though I didn't know what they were from. It happens. Just happens. Yep. It does That's rough, buddy. happen. Um, so let's talk for just a brief moment before we get into our adventure tonight. A couple of announcements. Um, we are into the month of August. We will have another giveaway this month for um, Norse Foundry. They're our sponsors for Disasters in Danger. This year, so we've got, uh, I think we've got some, the Dwarven coins next, I suspect. We've got something. Don't say things out loud like we know. I don't know. Sometimes we remember. I don't stuff. know. Tease me. Tell me what could be coming. Dwarven coins, you say? Dwarven coins, potentially. But, no, or, not. Wait, we wait, have wait. no more coins. We Stop no telling coins? them coins. I thought no, we, we have dice. We have no, we dice. have another thing. I thought we dice. gave away all the dice. Oh, we have oh. more dice? Oh, okay. Yes. We've been holding on to like their awesome dice. Compass. We have a compass? Oh. I didn't know we had a compass. Yes, there's a. I will come downstairs. I <laughs> is that a promise or a threat? Because it sounded yes. like a threat. Depends. <laughs> it was a threat, but <laughs> also yes. Side note: the backdrop is weird, and I not... changed it. Yeah, but we're not connected to the bottom of the screen. It's bothering oh. me. Okay, give me There's a, a moment. weird gap. All right, There's all right, like all right. All right, hold on. Just relax. I can't. Have you met me? That's not a thing I do! Wow. But, Norse Foundry is absolutely amazing, and they're low-key sponsoring us yes. for the season, yes. right? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I apologize, everybody. I have to fix a camera. What did you do? I haven't, I haven't fixed it yet. It was recentering <sighs> stuff. Is that better? Well... How's that? I'll tell you in 15 seconds. My lord. All right. Yes, um, thank you. Beautiful. That's better. 
Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, so we've got that coming up tomorrow night. We have Storm King's Thunder. Uh, Cole's running that. Yeah. Uh, is Brennan back tomorrow? I think Brennan's back tomorrow. Uh, or he Dio. should be. Yeah, he should be back tomorrow. Very fun. Um, as of as of as of Wednesday, he told me he should be able to make it tomorrow. Fantastic. We look forward to having him back on the show. Always a good time with him. Um, we also have Dragon Age on Friday night. Um, I I fell a little behind, not going to lie. I have been working on um, trying to put together some new shows for August and going into our fall months, even as we come to the end of summer. Um, one of them is going to be Eberron. It's, it's going to be a West March's Eberron game, I believe, so that we can uh, have fun with our friends from Project Eberron. Um, the mega game is going well. We've hit a couple of stumbling, stumbling blocks, but um, as we continue to playtest that, we are going to be pushing forward with our with our potential stream game for that. Um, I did want to talk to the team and talk to you guys at home about doing uh, some sort of maybe modern fantasy or um, modern um, quasi-sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy. Um, something inspired by, like, maybe Warehouse 13 or video games like Alan Wake or Control or um, that sort of sort of genre. Um, so if you guys have anything just a little different than our normal high fantasy stuff um, that you are interested in seeing or hearing or playing or talking about, please let me know. And um, you can reach us on the social medias and, and all of those sorts of things. Uh, before we get going, does anybody else have things to announce or any of their stuffs? Okay, cool. Well, let's play some D&D, guys. Yeah. Yes, let me... Oh, let's play some Carriage Journey, shall we? <laughs> yeah, that's just the mood, right? In the mood for the carriage journey. So, our adventure takes place in the land of Lickgrot. It is a land without deities. It is a land of myth, of legend, of fate and destiny. And there, our heroes are members of the Magnus Exploratory, a college of anthropology and archaeology dedicated to discovering the lost secrets of this world. Recently, they have set out on an expedition uh, that will stretch them across the land of Lichtgrat. It is a lengthy journey of many months, and it is one that they have undertaken. So, when last we left you guys, you had just passed through the um, dangerous ravine of um, the central scales, between the central and the northern scales. And in that ravine, you guys were set upon by um, lizard folk. Lizard folk that were... Sorry, didn't realize it was too loud. Lizard folk that were... What's up? Dedicated to the adamantine scale, the adamantium scale, a um, a myth of the land 
born out of what used to be the judge. Um, these are titles of legend for these individuals. And so they are through the pass and about five days from Trubluff. Um, but you guys have, have only recently, it is the evening after your um, run-in with the lizard folk. Um, what would you guys, as you guys are, are in camp, you are taking uh, stock of of what has been uh, gained, lost, what is lost. Uh, everybody roll me a percentile, please. Night. 76. Okay. Eric, a 67. 42. I know the life, the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. 49. 69. <laughs> nice. nice. Um... <laughs> Most of the supplies of the caravans um, were were remained. Um, some of the carts lost up to like a quarter of of um, their food, their travel clothing, some basic supplies. Um, they lost some wood, some nails, some some repairing pieces. Just the and the carts themselves are uh, they took some damage. None of them are broken. None of the carts are are unfunctional, but going over rough terrain for now, um, you can tell that the soldiers uh, that have come with you. Let's talk for a moment about like what you get, who's with you guys, right? There are twenty wagons. There are two wagons. Uh, I think it's actually twenty-two wagons. Twenty-two wagons um, that are on this train. Your three included. Um, of the remaining 19, two of them are the wildlings, uh, adamantine-laden uh, battle wagons, right? They are large, they're heavier, they have some war beasts that pull them, and there's about four wildlanders that are left with you guys. Each of them, skilled combatants, mostly melee fighters, um... But that is their, their primary function. There are 11 um, graduate students of the Magnus Exploratorium. They are all... It, they've all been on multiple expeditions. They've all survived. Most of them are mages. There are a couple that we would consider to have, um, instead of being like a wizard or a sorcerer or a bard, um, that are rangers, or um, there's like one rogue, right? There's the one random guy that has no magic, but seems to get by just fine. Taking the taking the course for credit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they are not incapable of looking after themselves, but they are more of an academic focus, right? And then they have also employed... Um, a dozen guards, 
Um, they are... Uh, you guys are, are the adventuring guards. So you guys are the are the dungeon-delving party. You're the vanguard party, essentially, right? If there's something that... Or the vanguardy. Yeah, if you would like. Um, the other guards are... Those are, like, low-levels. Peasant, not not quite peasant guards, but they're they're very much the like city guard, right? They're there to carry things. They're there to. Some of them have experience with, um, like one is a cartwright, right? There's definitely somebody that can fix things. One of them specializes in caring for the horses. Another one is a cook. Another one is a um, like a valet. They're there to hold torches, to take orders, and. Um, do mostly menial labor, drive the carts, um, but they are hired hands, right? Um, so your caravan, as you've experienced now, having passing passed through that ravine, does not rely entirely on you for its defense. You guys can safely depart from them and return to the caravan as long as you're able to meet up with them later on. I wanted to make sure that that was clear, as you guys have a lot of side errands that you could be pursuing in this process. Um, however, with the carts being damaged as they are, sticking to the road is to their best interest at the moment. And so you guys are have a night where you've broke, uh, you've stopped traveling early to fix the carts and to begin making repairs and, and progress. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do at this venture? We're just is... on the other side of the paths of the pass, right? You guys are a few hours past that. It's not like you it's not like you made it out of the pass and we're like, alright, great, we're done. Totally safe from the lizard folk. Um, but you're you're still within about a day's journey. Does anyone need poison healing? Of the um, of the people that are around, um, there are some that have that were poisoned in in the initial fight. Yeah, there were a couple of guards. And we're but we're okay. Your party seems to be completely fine as far as that goes. Kosher. She's gonna ra- go around and start lesser resto as many as she can. Okay. There's not many. Um, many people couldn't survive more than um, they're lucky if they survived a sting from from the wyverns. Uh, at least the low level guards were. So then she's doing. I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> I, no, you you. There's two people that need the the lesser restoration. You you provide the support, and they are quite grateful for it. Absolutely. Um, what are the rest of you guys up to? I am going to um, see if I can scout around the area and make sure that it is safe for us to be setting down. There's nothing else coming. Absolutely. Give me a um, perception check, please. Are you attempting to oh. do so stealthily? Are you flying? Um, are you sticking to the grasses? Or flying. Are you just going to fly around? Okay, great. Yeah. 
but it's not going to help because uh, I rolled an eight. Okay. Well, you have a high vantage point. What's your passive perception? My passive is fifteen. Pa- okay, that's fine. We'll use that as a floor for this for this check. I'm okay with that. Um, as you are <laughs> as you are checking around, um, there, the only thing you see in the last bit of light before night falls is a couple of the surviving wyverns make it back towards the mountaintops. Um, but you see them, they're wounded. When they when they land up there, there's only like two of them of the six that survived. And um, once you see them, you see them sort of pass on the other side of the closest mountain, and that is, that's it. You don't see them after that. All right. Anything else? You said there were a few of the wildlings left? Yeah, there are four wildlings that are leading um, the the paths here. Because I made friends with them already when we were first meeting them at the um, at the bar, at the Hourglass Brewery. Mm-hmm. I would like to continue to go up and um, sort of ask them more of their stories as a... I like to preserve people's stories just in case. And I'd like... I'd like to think that if something goes wrong, I'd like someone to know my stories. I'd like to know yours. Okay, make a persuasion check. Not pretty. A five. A five. Okay. Um... They... This is five. I go over really excited. I send one hand and fire the other and go, tell me your stories! <laughs> I think I'm really chill, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so they, they're they not up for socializing tonight. They've kind of had a weird a weird day. Um, the, you know usually that they are happy to talk with you, um, but most of those days it is... Um, their events, right? It's days of, of drinking and, and sharing tales, and, and it's a celebratory thing. They don't seem to be in a very celebratory mood today. So you're welcome to try again later in a couple of days. Talroth, Olarun, anything from you guys? Talroth, you got something? No, go for it. Um, so Olarun is... is uh... I'm studying the map, mm-hmm. like uh, like our our ideal course, mm-hmm. and then like I'll like all the locations of the arms of the faded that I like all the last known locations. Mm-hmm. I'll like have those circled on the map and try and like figure out where like like where we could also possibly like pull off to investigate one of those at any at a at a given point in time. Would you remind me of the locations that you okay, were yeah. told? So I was given the last the the approximate locations of about f- of five of them. Right. Bladebreaker um fought in the cent- in the southern peaks of the central scale below the great forest. So that's probably the opposite direction of what we where we came from. Yes. Um, Beast Tamer, rumored to be wielded by Chosen throughout the Central Plains, past Four Point Farms in the west, so that's probably closer to where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Worker, 
possibly still in the Republic. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really all we got. Uh, Bloodburner, uh, the, well, the rest of it is uh, somewhere in the South Central Scales. So again, probably the opposite direction. Uh, Dawnbringer, a series of black peaks to the west, um, known as the last scouted places of the Republic. Okay. Beneath the Black Mountain Peaks. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so those are two are west. It sounds like two are south and one is to the east. So the, the southern tips of the central scales is down around on the map where um, Fayanaistanaya is um, uh, around Ragbull's Fort. Um, probably south of that. So that's down in like deep elf territory. Cool. Um, if we get within like a week's like a week's travel of one, or mm -hmm. like you know three three to four days of one, uh, could you let me know? Sure. Um, yeah. Just in case of like where, because I'm, you know, still trying to figure out. I don't necessarily know exactly where on the map that that is, but sure. like for like, hey, this is the general area that we could look in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, I can I can let you know that. Um, yeah, in, unless you want to go diving into the central scales, that's going to take time, and and you're, yeah. you're not going to be able to really catch up um, on on that. But on the return journey, always a possibility. Um, and once you get past Four Point Farms, then you can really start looking for Beast Tamer and um, and Dawnbringer, and onto the next map. But yeah, you you have the map out. You're you're seeking through things there. Um, Talroth, what are you up to? Uh, at least to start with, just kind of making sure whatever hits I took from those wyverns are not really visible or bothering me too much. But just kind of making sure like the horses aren't spooked anymore, that the supplies are fine. Just just in general, making sure everything is okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, as you guys take inventory of your own stock, uh, we know that each of your carts did suffer damage. Um, that It has not begun to mess with the functionality of the cart, um, but it would cost you, I am not mistaken, about... Eight gold pieces uh, worth of labor and materials to to get them back to to new, like new condition. Um, and part of that is paying the cart right, unless any of you have um, Thosen. I think Thosen has. He has carpentry. He has he has carpentry. Okay. Yes, he does. Uh, if he has carpentry, then he he can do the labor portion of it. We'll call it. Yeah, he knows how to work wood. It's good. Yeah. I was waiting. I was gonna say. Um, I gotta get it out now before he comes back next week. <laughs> listen, listen. I will. I'll parrot it back to him before he come when he comes back next week. <laughs> so so yeah, then Thosen then Thosen can cover the labor portion. Um, we'll call that like half the price. Um. So, but it's a lot of like standing and buffing and filling and uh, replacing a couple of spokes. Um, 
anyone else? All of our brains went there. It's fine. Does that mean, can I take, because I am I was keeping track of the hit points for the cart. Mm-hmm. Can I set it back to zero now? Or He's, he's going to need um, two days to, to do it. And if he's, so, so no, so no. So he can start doing it at, at night and he can do about half a day's work at night. Um, if he's not traveling, if he's not driving the cart, he can do that labor about four hours at night. So he's just going to be on a, a weird different schedule than you guys. Okay. But so you can keep track of that. Um, other than that, tell Roth, the horses are spooked. If you would like to make an animal handling check to, to calm them down, you may. Um, that is up to you. That's a total three with an at one. Okay. Um, you try to be reassuring. They do. One of them bites you. Um, you take two points of horse bite damage. Um, I almost kicks you in the chest. No, that's that's a legit attack. This is this is nuisance, right? This is a, 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 getting kicked with by a horse is how John Wick kills people. So we don't we don't need to do that. Um, ah, my ranger training is going swimmingly. <laughs> I'm glad I chose to live in You're the wilds. Um. So yeah, it is a it's a solid evening. Um, you guys set up your your watches. Um, everybody, do me a favor. Just give me your passive perceptions, so I can keep those in mind. Fitting. I don't know why I started to roll. Let me start with Fable. Oh, it's um, a passive perception is 11. 11. Okay. Olorun? 11. Same. Fable. Or, um, Saraid? Uh, 18. 18. Nice. Uh, Birdie, I know, is 15. Fitting. And Tauroth? 18. 18. Look at you guys. Super perceptive group. It's our elf eyes. That's it. The elf and the bird eyes. Um, the night passes seemingly without incident. You guys take your watches. Um, you you walk the rounds of, of the circled wagons. Um, everybody's a little on edge. You can hear a lot more shifting in the night. More people getting up and, and sort of walking around or, or moving their their bed rolls and it's to be understood but there's nothing that, that attacks or, or seems to disturb you guys as you have your evening. Morning rises and you guys gather up your stuff. You set out along along the way. Is there anything special you guys are doing between here and Trouble? No is an acceptable answer. I just I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't want to start skipping time if you guys have something special you would like to accomplish. That's what I'm double checking on. 
Okay. Um, do me a favor. Roll me 3d20. I need 3d20, please. One of us or each of three of us roll one? Uh, Caitlin, you roll. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, a 14, a 19, and a 10. All right. Okay. Um, the next couple of days are a little, are the expected heat for the day. It is hot during the day. Um, it is a little windy, though, which makes the ride far more pleasant. And it'll often kick up the leaves of... Um, petals of wildflowers and send them whipping along the grasslands and and the plains. There's some cloud cover, but you guys are um, lucky enough to avoid rain. Uh, I think one day you get like a little little spritz. But not enough for... By the time you get your umbrellas and coverings out... It's it's already stopped. Within an hour, most of you guys are, are dry again. Um, as you are traveling, one of you roll me a percentile. Maybe. Yeah. One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One. Not a problem. Is, is it not a problem, Cody? Because <laughs> it feels kind of problematic. <laughs> About a day uh, outside of Trubluff, as you guys are making your way over there, you see. Um, migrating towards the central scales. A um, small flock, a family of um, of paratons. Um, make me nature checks, if you would like. Okay. Six. Eleven. Eleven. Ten. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That ranger training is paying off, Tauroth. Now, <laughs> now's where it's kicking in for you. You're just not a beast master. <laughs> it took so long for us to get here, and now suddenly it's like, oh, this is why we brought him. This is why he... <laughs> This is why he's still here. He has value. Don't be that. <laughs> listen, listen. I know this. I know you. But know. if I start talking about how much value people have, we will never leave that spot. So, like, it's easier <laughs> for me to just throw digs every now and then. Um, I love you all. <laughs> You're good. I'm teasing. 
So, um, for those of you that don't know, a Paraton is, it is a monstrosity. Um, but it is like a, um, it's sort of like a griffin. Um, but it's a, it's a big bird and sort of like a deer put together, smushed together. Um, that's what a, that's what a Paraton is. Kind of looks like the, the flying mounts of night elves, if that's a reference. Oh, uh, God. Megan had a moment. I kill him. <laughs> Um, it's a small flock of them. It's it's about six, it's about half a dozen. You see them flying overhead. They are not. Um, they are actually more aggressive than their um, than their pretty plumage would belie. Um, they are sort of uh Tauroth, you would know that in order for paratons to reproduce um it has to consume the still beating heart of a humanoid Um, Rude? Yeah. Um, the r reason you're assuming that these guys have not attacked you is that they are... Um, you can tell that some of the Paratons are smaller, so they they are sort of out of, I guess, season for, for reproduction and, and, and breeding. They do often make their homes in mountains, but they are also, you know that they are um, not a danger to you, but they'll be a danger to somebody sometime. Um, so they, they are, yeah. Um, what would you guys like to do? I want to make friends with that. The thing that <sighs> has to eat your still beating heart to reproduce. I will, I will start bouncing to the different carts and just telling all the guards, hey, y'all, look alive. Uh, we might got incoming. Oh, uh, all right. Thank you. And and you, you see, as as they hear it, um, all the guys that are driving the carts, if they aren't the um, student uh, sort of associated with that cart, or they'll start banging on the sides and, and just down the line. Um, word passes quickly, and they are, you can see the guards, Usually one guy drives, the other one takes a shift, like they do that. When they're on high alert, the other guys will come out with like their heavy crossbows or with their um, longbows. So, so they do respond very quickly. Um, I'm assuming, Tauroth, that you informed your party before setting off. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the Paratons are, are, you saw them up ahead, they're sort of flying very high, um, not high, they're about maybe 200 feet in the air, so longbows, heavy crossbows, some magics could, could still reach them. Um, they don't seem to be descending, 
towards the caravan uh, in in any way. And from what you can tell, Talroth, if you leave them undisturbed, they will probably pass overhead. I mean, if we let them go, we are kind of... I mean, they were here, they will be here, they're creatures, but if we let them go, we are possibly condemning other people, right? Yes. That is the eternal question, because yes, of course, there's... If we know they have to eat hearts to survive, and then there's a lot of hearts in another city... Do they have to be adult human hearts? Because we could be condemning children. Well, it's not even necessarily humans. It's just things that are human-like. I mean, if we're if we're debating morality here, then I'm going to think with my stomach because I'm kind of curious how they taste. As, as a ranger, I am also quite curious but i don't think that's the reason we should do this i definitely think if we are going to fight it should be morality based do we know how to fight them uh make them bleed until they stop i mean do we know where their weaknesses are or roll me a Roth, you rolled over a 20 um Roll me a percentile. What? How they attack? Three. <laughs> okay. So I will. So I'll give you a choice. Because um, depending on how you, so like knowing how they reproduce, I think is a real big like you. You got that information from that. Um, you can. I can either tell you because because you rolled high enough. If you rolled the percentile real high, I was going to give you all the information. You didn't get it, so uh, I'll give you a choice. You can choose sort of um, basic information about them, which is like their their speed, their hit points, their their armor class, uh, if you'd like that. Um, special information about them if they have any damage resistances or or things like that. Or you can take their attacks. Um, just so so what of that information would do you think Tauroth would focus on for to to like recall if you read about these guys in a book somewhere heard a story about them what of that is going to like stick out to him probably hit points and such okay just to know how tough they are okay so I'm gonna. I know I describe some of them as younger. I'm still gonna treat them all as adults, just for my ease. Um, apologies if that breaks the verisimilitude. So armor class, uh, natural armor, AC of 13. Um, hit points, 33 hit points a piece. Um, so they're not super tough. Um, not super fast either. They have a fly speed of of only 60 feet, but they are able to. Um, they have a very fast dive attack. And they have um, the ability to perform flyby attacks, so they can disengage. They can fly out of way without provoking attacks of opportunity. Yeah, these things ain't that tough, but a little tricky to hit if you uh, if you let them go too long. 
they also have children. And from what I've seen, people, like, they'll protect They're young. How, how many were there? Did we see that? Six. Six. I don't think it would be safe for us to just let them pass. I think we don't really have a... I think in a few minutes they're going to be gone. So we have to take care of this as fast as possible. Okay, uh, let's put it to a vote. We, we've got one person saying to let them pass. Um, what do the rest of you want to do? Do we want to go down the line or? Uh, Fable. Yeah. I'm rolling to decide what I want to do because I don't know. Okay. Hold on. It's a ride. I'm fine with letting them go. Okay, let them, let them go. Um, did, do you have a fable? Yeah, I rolled for let him go. Okay. Um, just in case, what, um, your opinions? To rock. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling let him go. Okay. Now, Roth. Uh, my sensibilities for survival and making sure we at least do what we're set out to do is overriding my need for curiosity of lunch. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, let them go. All right. As you guys keep a safe, uh, careful watch over them, um, you do see them pass and and they proceed proceed on. Um, can you can you let me know what direction they were heading? Were they heading in the opposite direction of us, or in the same yeah, direction? Yeah, opposite direction. They were heading east. They were heading to the mountains that you guys had just passed. Okay. Um, passed by. Where there are lizard folk who count as humanoids. Problem solved. It win win. Two birds. Okay. You guys um, spend the night. You take your watches again. Things pass without, seemingly without incident. Um, it's been about four or five days now. And the next day, you guys arrive uh, about midday. You can see the fires uh, burning. And when the wind blows, you catch the smell of... Um, salted meats and and uh, heavy sort of hickory and walnut smells. Um, there are some uh, fruit and nut trees planted along the road as you guys are, are making your way to Trubluff. Um, anybody would like to make a history check on Trubluff? If you guys... Yeah, go for it. Nineteen? Cool. 
Polaroid. Hold you... on, hold on. I did okay. Okay. I got a sixteen. Nice. Um, Polaroid, you you uh, you mispronounce the name. You you think it's um, true? Concerned with that passive paratons. That, yeah. That, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm worried from from a day or so ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, still worried about it. it. Still bugs me. Mm-hmm. You you keep calling it Trubles, Trubleif. The F looks like an S to you on all the signs. So that's there's your natural one for that. But for the rest of you, uh, you know a bit of history about Trubluff. Um It is a um, mixed community town, small city, big town. Right on sort of that edge. Um, it is one of the best trading places um, in the area. The um, Goblinoid people from Kosor Vesrig and Ragball's Fort uh, will come there to trade uh, goods and and things, um, the elves from Fianaistanaya will will travel up um, to to trade there. The um, plane raiders of Varen Rigard are um, apt to trade there as well. Humans from Four Point will stop and and trade there. Um, it is far more diverse than the Western Crossroads is, um, and it is sort of the last stop off uh, before you get into the big plane areas. Four Points really is, but Four Points is much more of a um, Republic like human center. Um, not human, because the Republic is very diverse by itself. But it's, this is the, this was a local town. This existed before uh, the Republic settled in the area. Um, and it, it gets its name um it used to be much closer to the mountains, to the bluffs, and um, there was always trouble there. And every time the city burns down, they move it a day further west. Um, so it's burned down at least six times. Um, but they keep the same name. So they they sort of pull a Simpsons um, in that one. Because the real true blows the friends you made along the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, at some point, they vote. I just, just made to, Cole so mad. <laughs> just to, they vote to just move the whole town twenty miles west every every time it burns down. But because it is so diverse, it is a um, it is a Moss Eisley wretched hive of scum and villainy. You can buy or sell anything here, um, but it is. Uh, they are um, uncouth, to say the least. Um, as you, as you guys are making your way up, you can see that the the small city, the town of Trubluff, is kind of sectioned off. It's um, it's sectioned off, not quite like a pie, but like a um, like a hex or like an octagon, where each of the points sort of has a very racial neighborhood to it. So there, there's little little fine Aista, um, there's the the Goblinoid district, 
there is um, the human center, you know, there's all of these little um, niches of markets. Like Little Havana or like Koreatown? Exactly. Yes. Very much so. Tiny Republic. Yeah, there, there are all, all of those sorts of things. The roads are very big. Um, the roads are larger than most towns you know. It's a sprawling place, very spread out. Um, it's built so that two to three carts can pass each other on any given road at, at any given time. And then when you get into the little, um, like the little Havana district, that's much more like for walking paths. There's not a lot of room to um, move goods and stuff around. As you guys are coming in to the city, the first thing that hits you is that overwhelming smell of, um, of fruits, nuts, meats, all being like cooked and dried and, and prepared. It is a tremendous um, assault of spices and um, sort of thick, heavy, very, very earthy uh, aromas. And, but when the wind stops, when those, when those smells don't continue to sort of permeate, the city has this odd, um, like the smell of a densely populated area. So, so slightly bitter, slightly like sweaty and, and not quite foul, but um just the smallest hint of urine yeah exactly um philadelphia what can i say yeah that's that's what it is you guys um the caravans pulling pulling into and and through and as you guys are making your way towards the center of the town um people are quickly running up to the cart um on, on all sides, all sort of races. Um, they Everybody has goods that they are attempting to, to sell you as they all sort of yell at you, uh, you know. Um, they're calling out prices, best deal on rope, um, climbing hooks here, three for, three for 20 gold. And, um, you know, there are some little kobolds uh, that are that are running up with kind of meat skewers um, to give you and um, uh, Screebers is hanging out the side of of the cart, sort of poking his head out through through the fabric. I get the speed, yes. And he'll he's like just I don't you don't you're not 100 percent sure you know that Screebers knows what he's tossing out to pay for his um, his kebabs. But um, he seems to be doing it with confidence. Um, are you guys interested in hearing any of their deals or uh, trying to suss out what it is that they're yelling at you as as you go by? I mean, always, yes. But also, this will be a great opportunity for you to reset the stream feed. Yes, my apologies. I just just saw that. Re oh, there it is. That's my Back up. Okay. Thank you. You get it. Um. Yeah. Any anything you guys are interested in in hearing as you're you're um, being Take offered? Take me word picture, sir. Let's get into it. Let's get weird. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, while all that's going on, it's like I'll just casually listen in, but I'm just watching everyone else around the card, see if anybody tries to get cute and reach in. Okay. Yeah. Make a perception check as you as you do that. I would like to give him some inspiration. Okay. Is it a D8 or D6? I forgot. Fuck, I don't know. Oklahoma. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> so with the inspiration, that is a 29. Nicely done. There are plenty of people that are trying to, to get grabby with all the different cards. Um, but none of them are skilled at it. Um, looks like the best pickpockets are not paying attention to the cards. They're pickpocketing other trouble of uh, denizen citizens. Um, anybody that's reaching into the cart is very obvious. And the guards up ahead and... and Everybody can sort of see them and be like, hey, stop that. Don't do that. You know, like it's you're not in danger of losing something off off the cart. But you do witness um, to a particular uh, two man pickpocket team. Um, one is uh, sort of a redheaded um, half elven, uh, half elven woman. And uh, the other one is a very slight um, dwarf. Uh, stocky, but um, not very, very muscular. And they sort of do this this two-man routine of, of like a bump and distract and and, um, and cut and run. And they're they're very quick about it. And they're very skilled in doing it, but they seem to have very little interest in getting close to the cart. Uh, Fable, up around the cart uh, at this exact moment, there are there's um, a couple of gnomes that are selling, um, like, what is it? Um, luxury, like, silverware and dining pieces. So, like, true true silver silverware. This candelabra came from the throne of the, of, um, the ancient empire. And uh, they have uh, a water pitcher that was um, blessed by the great cooler of the north. Um, there's um, other people that are that are there. There's a group of halflings that have um, roasted meats of wild game, everything from rabbit to squirrel to rat to pig to um, I think they even have like like an elk, uh, which is just a haunch, um, and it's like overhead. Um, uh, Tuscan Raider style uh, haunch of haunch of meat uh, that they're that they're selling. Uh, another older, taller human is um, he's got fine leather boots um, draped over his shoulders, and the laces are are tied together. And he's touting them as the as the greatest leather this side of the um, this side of the central scales. Worked by the finest leather workers in the world. You'll never see a better pair of boots. Um, 
those are some fine boots. They, yeah, they're, he's got them in, in, what do you like, short cups, high heels, uh, full thighs, just a pair of breeches even with booties on it. You tell me what you need, I've got it all. Fable starts describing, like, weird circus-specific outfits of, like, well, you know, once I saw these pair of leggings that had these very specific cuts in the side for hiding the, the well, the bandages for when the knife trick went wrong, but also for the knives themselves, and then there was magnets, and this one, and there was this thing that could make you look like you were flying and you really weren't. Like, she's just, like, throwing weird clothing shit at him mm-hmm. and seeing how many of them he can actually pull up. He, um, roll a percentile. Eighty-one. He has a lot of those um, custom, custom clothes. If it goes on your point, legs, he's got. He point, probably has it. Leans over to the rest of the group and just kind of lower the, her voice. Goes, I promise you all. <laughs> um, circus tailors are the least trustworthy members of the entire circus. Stay away from that man. He will rob all of us and he'll do it in fucking style. That looks great, sir! <laughs> <laughs> from where... For the for the boots, mm-hmm. can I see if any of them are actually flying? Um, Doing this for you, Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a... Um, You have a high enough perception check. I'm going to tell you no. Uh, None of them are actually flying. He does have a wide variety of boots. One of the things you do notice is that nobody here has... um, Nobody's brought their best to the street side. A lot of them have carts or storefronts that they're sort of yelling at you to come and visit. And you get the feeling that's because they know there's a good chance they'll get robbed. Um, so, that, so by each other. Yeah, by each other, or by you. They don't know, but they're um, none of them have brought anything that they could not uh, lose, and and have it make it have it be an acceptable loss. Um, then so I will ask the nice man if if he happens to have uh, any boots that actually do fly. Uh. <laughs> Adigo's footwear, down in the North District. Uh, we've got a wide variety. I don't know what we have in stock, but uh, you want to talk to Adigo? Adigo, thank you so much. And he holds out his hand. Oh, yeah, she... Oh, wait. No, I have money. Um. Oh, God, fuck it, because he's not here. <laughs> She'll look to Thosin, and he'll pay the nice man. Okay, how much does, how much does he give him? I don't know. Uh, do we? How much? How much is good for tip? Like a silver? That's a little much. Probably like, probably like five copper pieces is probably good enough. I don't. I don't know what's what's good Make, to tip. <laughs> period. I definitely don't know in this world. I, I don't know in real life. I have to speak to Cody. I'm like, do this math. Well, that's also, what, what is the proper do. tip for information? <laughs> Your tits, your soul, um, other information, like usually. <laughs> um, I just flash him as we go down. Is this good? 
Sarai, normally I'd have you make a check, but Sarai, you're not from this world, so it's it's tough for you to tell. What do you give him? Fuck it, I'll give him a silver. A single feather. Right. Yeah, he he looks at it and he, thank you. And I'll kind of, oh, all right. He's He does not seem impressed, but he is not offended either. A silver is acceptable. <laughs> um, there are plenty of other merchants in, in town, and, and as you guys are going, you're getting the, um, let me clean your windows, let me sell you a bag of apples, let me sell you some walnuts, um, as, as you are going. The central um, fairgrounds of the town is very much a carnival, a, a large fair. Um, it's got entertainers, it's got more food stands, it's got people, um, and it's very much all of the entertainment is um, to get your attention to tell you where somebody is selling something. So there are people doing puppet shows and prestidigitation, and yeah, it's, 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 um, it is the trade show floor of come win a, win a, win a new pool table and sign up to fund an expedition or any of, any of those things. Um, you guys find a, an open area for you to uh, sort of wagon circle up. Um, you can, if you would like, go in search of a um, in search of a inn uh, or a place to house the horses. But this is very much like an open air kind of flea market style town. Um, what are the rest of the caravan doing like the wildlings specifically the wildlanders intend to stay with their carts they they have no interest there's a couple of these softer um and you suspect slightly wealthier uh students that are headed to find a um inn uh, a nice inn so that they can there you hear them talking about ah, probably the last chance we'll have to sleep in a nice bed oh i couldn't go another day without a hot bath. Oh, my lord. And, um... My so, people. I'm assuming Wyatt is with them? Uh, no. Actually, Wyatt is... Wyatt is not. Is... Is the guy that Talroth was messing with... What's his name? Oh, the one who stole his, uh, gold coins? And his yeah. underwear? Or, yeah, and void. What is it? Yavin Voigt. Now, yeah, to be Yavin. fair, I didn't actually keep the underwear. I left it in someone else's bed. That's true. No, you. I think you stole Wyatt's and put him on Yavin's bed, if I remember correctly. Um, cool. Um, is Yavin with them? Yavin is going off on his own. Uh, no, yeah, Yavin's with them. Yeah, Yavin's with uh, them. Can I wave him down really quickly? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Master Voyage, I'm so sorry to bother you. Uh, we have some other things that we need to take care of with the merchants. If you find a suitable place to stay for the evening, would you mind letting me know? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, you have to have the opportunity to take care of oneself. Self-care is tremendously important. You are uh, preaching to the choir, my friend. So, yeah, if you can just let me know, that would be... I, really when we have found a suitable uh, accommodations, I'll send word back 
to the caravan. Thank you and good luck. Um, when when I see all of them leave, I'll turn to Talroth and like Sirak and be like, they're 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 really bougie over here, aren't they? Yo, oh hell yeah! It's uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, especially with how well dust baths work. I'm just saying. I mean, they work better for you than they do for us, but you know, oh, well, the whole, okay. the whole, maybe the whole feather, the whole feather thing. I'm imagining Sorak in a giant bird bath now, <laughs> and it's the happiest. Kez, draw me that. <laughs> draw me Sorak, but in like a bougie bird bath with like candles and bubbles and stuff. <laughs> oh, he's got a bath bomb. Yeah! Yeah! And a, think, and a good book! Right now, yeah, I think right now she's working on her big commission, but I will pass the message along. <laughs> I, I'm sure she has a ton of, of commissioned work to... Of legitimate to stuff. I'm just wishful thinking, just yelling things into the void. <laughs> um, the caravan is staying mostly... Actually, and that's one of them. That's rock. <laughs> Uh, the caravan is staying mostly manned by the by the guards, and um, some of the students are are staying with their stuff and the wildlings. Um, what is there anything you guys would like to do while you are in town? You need to buy more food supplies. Have you guys been tracking your your days? Um, you will have gone through. So we bought a month's worth of supplies in Dorian's Dawn. Yes. You've been through so, 15 days worth of supplies. So we'll probably need to restock. Okay. Yes. This um, is why we chose to go through towns and didn't take as much, like, and instead of just relying on hunting and as far as our supplies went. Mm-hmm. So uh, because of that, um, I'll start looking around to see where we could kind of re- resupply um, and see what other stuff we can get. Um, is anybody going with Olarun to resupply? How rough. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going with them. Okay. But before we do, <clears throat> uh, Olarun. Uh, yeah. What's up? Uh, we might want to be a little mindful of our pockets in this town. So, if there's anything uh, valuable you have, keep an eye on it or lock it up in the, in the cart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no worries. Uh, the only th- the only thing he looks that looks like he has any like type of value is like the crystal necklace that he has. Um, but he kind of just like puts that underneath his his uh, his armor, I guess, for the most part. Like he's still rocking the shield. He still has no sword, but like. You know, and I'm leaving my double-bladed hidden in the cart, so I'm just having uh, two daggers on me. Okay, are you guys taking the bag of holding? Uh, is that what has all your money in it? Yeah. Yeah. So what what we'll probably do? Do you want do you? So I'll turn to Tauroth and be like, Tauroth, do you want to hold it or should I? Like, what are we doing? I mean, if I mean, if you want to keep eyes on it, by all means, go ahead. Or if you want me to hang on to it, make sure no one gets near it. 
Um, so Olarun is going to swing it over his shoulder, make sure it's like right there on his on like insight at all times, and then just project this aura of menace for like the entire walk over. Like mess with me if you want, and you will get stabbed. Like okay, he's just constantly making intimidation checks at this point. I was going to say, they... what, what, what is make an intimidation check, um, okay. or we'll use a passive intimidation, um, and I will let you use either strength or charisma for it. Oh, charisma all day long. Uh, intimidation. I actually do have proficiency in that. Okay. Well, thank goodness I do because I rolled a six for a fourteen. Okay, 10 plus your, so what is it, 18 is your passive? Yeah. Okay. So you, you are you are mean mugging hard uh, as, you, as you are looking around. And the bag of holding is harder to um, rob. Um, okay. Because yeah, so they would have to know what was in there. Yeah. Yeah, but coins are always a good guess. Gold Before coin. they... Before they walk away, I'm going to ask for a little bit of the money, and there's an item that I would like to go look for, please. Money, please. Yep, sadly. I have nothing. I'm now on an allowance that the group is controlling. <laughs> uh, how much do you ask for? Uh, how much do I think Boots of Flying are going to be? Mm, High-end... At, at most a thousand, uh, at least two hundred. As for seven, seven hundred. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm making the. I'm adjusting the. Yeah. So, we are down to twenty-two oh nine now. Okay. I guess I don't. I don't have a anyone to go with anywhere um are do we are we staying in hotels tonight should i go book us a room well the 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 guys are looking for um the students are looking for a hotel room that's what i uh, thought if, just, if they yeah. can't find one we're just gonna bunk around the wagons okay i'm gonna go find a bar i'm, I'm gonna go find a tavern be like hi um i'm not i'm gonna go you're not a bard, so I'm not technically busking. But I'm gonna go, like, hang out and try to sing with some bands or something. Save the... Okay. Um, Tarak, what are you up to? I'm gonna go tavern hopping. Do you want to come? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, that's, that sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, no. Plus, I don't. I don't know. It's been strange ever ever since we kind of started on this journey. It feels like we we haven't actually hung out. I know I've missed you so much. It's like we never get to see each other ever. And I mean, and you're the one who who told me to come here. It's, it's... no. I'm like your one connection. I'm that friend who invited you to a party, and then I just went and talked to someone else in the corner all day because I'm a bitch. I'm telling it. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but it really, you know, I've I've had to make friends. 
It's been I tough. I'm so, what you did so good with it. Everyone loves you so much. Let's go. Is there a bar? I'd like to. Is there a bar nearby so I can tell them where we're going? So I'm not just like follow the sultry sound of my voice through these clubs until you find me. Like um, the, so, the closest bar that you see is um, the Broken Cellar. Um, I'm gonna be in the broken center. Yeah, it's it's Sorry. right it's right off the main the main uh, the main drag. The um, icon for it is a um, a man at like a table, um, sort of passed out above him. There's a keg that's like spitting beer onto his head. Um, <laughs> Amazing! I I I tap Sarah and I'm like, hey, we're gonna be there. When you're done with your errands, we're going to be over there. And then, boys, we're going to... Are they already gone? We're going to the bar! <laughs> I just want everyone to know where we are, so it doesn't get weird if we get lost. Okay. Um, well, let's start with our friends who are going for supplies. I would like both of you guys to roll me a percentile check. First and foremost... Forty-one. Okay. Um, and then I would like you guys to roll me investigation checks. Twenty-five. Oof, today is not the day. That's a five. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Olorun, as you are searching for um, for merchants, you guys do find a couple of different like market districts. Um, there's a lot of like local food flavors. You're kind of sm- following your nose as you're you're going to these these different um, food vendors. Some of them, uh, a lot of the ones that are closest to like the fairground, are selling like cooked and ready to eat now meats. So you guys are having to venture out into some different districts to. Um, get things that are like supplies that you can um, that'll keep essentially and as you guys are are going Olorun you keep getting uh, you're very protective of the bag you're 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 watching the bag and you get a little distracted not from the not like enough for the bag to get messed with in any way but in the um, oh let's stop here and uh, and buy our supplies from from this guy, and they always have like the worst price. Um, luckily, Tauroth is um, is pretty good in uh, sussing out a deal. Um, so, Tauroth, you have a choice. You can either take the um, the going rate, which I believe we decided was. Uh, five silver a day per person um, and a gold a day per horse, right? Um, Or you've already made the check. You know there's a real good deal out here. If you um, spend let's say six hours going to the each like different vendor you're gonna go buy your meat from this guy you're gonna go buy your grains from them you're gonna get the fruits from here you're gonna get the breads from here 
you're gonna write if if you really like uh, coupon shop it, you can get it to um, half uh, half price for those fifteen days. I uh, can I is, is there a way I could also like like sweet talk somebody to get like I don't know just like not necessarily get the price down but like just get higher end ingredients <laughs> like higher end supplies uh make a make a persuasion check since I'm with him can I give him advantage or sure yeah that's fine <laughs> uh so 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. Nicely done. Um, so, so again, a similar, a similar decision. You can get um, higher end fancy meats and cheeses and, and wines that will keep uh, long enough for the journey, but that will be at the, um, at the regular day price. So five silver, one gold. Right. The horse one gold doesn't really change. Um, yeah. You can't. I mean, I guess you could give them like designer horse food, but it's still <laughs> horse food. Um, Those high end oats. Yeah, from man. Whole Foods. Listen, they're, maybe they run faster and they don't exhaust as fast and they like us more. They're they're the high end oats. Um, you can do that or um, you can get the regular um stuff for for the lower price uh whereas before you were getting a good deal but it was on like you were getting a real good deal don't don't get me wrong but it's instead of like whole ch whole um smoked all white meat chicken breast it's like eh, chicken chicken nuggets chicken composite nuggets they're still good still chicken but still chicken yeah <laughs> Um, so, so, so what would you guys like to to go for? Here, I'll turn to Talrod. You want like the Whole like... Foods, all all grass fed Trader Joe's uh, level stuff <laughs> for the full price, or do you want uh, the normal stuff for the for the cheaper shopping time? Uh, I'll turn to Talrod and be like, "So, what do you think? Um, you know, there's. Uh... I'm just saying." the higher level stuff that we get you know people might be in better spirits over the long run for the journey i mean yeah but if that's if that's going to get pricey uh can we really afford it it's like like the full price and all that i mean i mean i don't, we, know, we, I don't know we've got the money I'm definitely with you on some of the spirits, uh, maybe some good wine, some good bourbon. But if we're talking about just food for the trip, I mean, feeding the horses and all that, I don't know. I kind of want to save a little bit of cash on that one. Oh, Especially no, since I mean, Sarai just, just asked for, what, like 700 gold? I mean, it's like, we don't know what she's going to buy. We don't know if she's going to need more or not. I mean, that's a good point. But I did see your eye in them boots earlier. So, hey, I'm a fan of footwear. Good boots are hard to come, come across. Not to mention, I've been tearing a hole through the ones that got off of uh, what's what's that shit's name? Uh, Songstar. 
I forgot his name already. Whatever. Bad dickhead. He sucks. Um. And uh, so he's like, "All right, all right, that's that's cool. We'll just go with the uh, the regular stuff." So I guess we're spending the six hours looking for uh, looking for the the good money. Six hours, yeah, six hours for the good deals. But getting a few nicer things while we're at it. Okay, sounds good. Um, you guys can go with the go with the prices uh, as as quoted. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, let's so go through and, um, and dig through those things for for your stuffs. Um, let's go let's to. See. I'll I'll go ahead and do some math while you guys are. Yeah, it's a ride. Oh, oh um, sorry, Tara. Sorry. Uh, yeah. While we're at it, though. Uh, I'm also going to keep an eye out for any other pickpockets, particularly that elf and dwarf you had mentioned before. See if they kind of show up again. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you spot them around, but they not close enough to to do any work with you. And it looks like they're spending the money that they had um, claimed earlier. Um, so they're, but you do recognize them because you guys are traveling like all about the city. Uh, at this point, because you, you know you're you're talking for the best deals, you're haggling, you guys are are doing the um, I want to say the way my mom would shop, right? When it's back to school season, right? We got to go to this store for the pants, we got to go to that store for the shirt, right? It's it it and it's a day, like it's a this is an endurance activity. This is not we're just gonna go pick something up. Um, Bless the woman, but that is what it is. Um, so yeah, you you do see them around. You don't see them doing any more work. It looks like they they snag most of their stuff in the morning, and you get the feeling they try to spend it before anybody can find it on them. Uh, so ride. Yes. You are looking for magical items, if I am not mistaken. Just the one specifically. I'm looking for that shoe guy. Uh oh, right. Okay. A bago. Uh. Adigo. Adigo. There we go. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, make an investigation check with advantage because he told you where to go. Okay, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yes, you make your way to um, Adigo's fine leather footwares. Um, <clears throat> actually, fine leather works. So he's he's got a, a slightly wider variety than, um, than initially suspected. And roll me... A roll me a percentile. Two. Okay. Um. So as you come looking, uh, looking for, um, as you come in, Adigo is there. Is it? 
Hello, I am Adigo. What can I help you with? Uh, yes, hello. Um, new in town, um, and I were passing through. Really, I heard that you might have some boots of flying. I have many boots. I have many, many boots. Some will make you feel like you are walking on air. Is that what I'm asking for, or is that something else? Uh, he, uh, so, you, no. He, he starts bringing out every variety of boot that he has, and he insists on you trying them on. Um, he'll sit you in a large, plush chaise, right? And <sighs> chaise is nice. Yes. Uh. Well, no, I can tell that you have been traveling very, very far. And look at these feet. These are not the feet of a traveler. No, these are far more supple. They're meant to be in, in things like strappy heels and sandals or, or in a very cushioned boot. Um, you don't know if it's a fetish, but he's definitely passionate about shoe footwear. Um, <laughs> um so, yes, uh, in, to his credit, the things he has and are insisting you to try on are very stylish and very well made. Um, but they don't seem magical. These are all, goodness my, they're so lovely. Um, but I was looking for something a little more specific. Ah, oh, hmm. I, um, I have to say, Edigo's selection when it comes to the magical wares are a bit limited at the moment. Um, I do have a few, uh, types of footwear, but I, 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 I have to be honest, none of them, none of them will fly. That is a shame. I I will have to keep my search up. But thank you so much. And I, I mean, we, we you know we have. I think I think I have some that might levitate. Um, but that levitate does not fly. And and I I know you were being very specific. Um, so so you could have those if you wanted. No, I I appreciate it. Thank you. I um, um I I have some that jump, some that jump very high. If, if you were interested in, in those. No, appreciate it, but thank you. I, um, I, 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 have, a, I have a quiver. You, would you like a quiver? Would you just stuff things in it? And, and it'll hold a bunch of them. How much? Um, roll the Ds. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Um, ooh, I'll give it to you for 1100. Oh, and she'll actively pat her body down. Oh, shoot. You know, I just remembered I don't use a bow and arrow, so actually it's not going to be quite useful for me. But I do appreciate the offer. And if I meet anybody who might be interested in it, I will definitely send the word around. I, I am very sorry that I'm not uh, being a better customer. You've been nothing but a wonderful shopkeeper. This has been a great experience. And when I'm traveling, if I 
have a chance to, I will sing your praises to anyone that I meet. Make a persuasion check. Twenty-four. I how about how about the quiver for seven hundred? I again, I just it's not. I don't think it's in the cards today, my friend. I but thank you. I understand. No, no, no. It I, it's so so, so six hundred. You're pushing your luck, friend. I'm trying to do a deal here. I thought that's what we were doing. Well, what we were doing was I asked someone in town if they knew where I could get boots of flying, and they pointed me your way. And you cannot provide boots of flying. You have been absolutely perfect host. However, I do believe that our business here is concluded. All right. All right. He looks confused. He looks really... uh, really confused and you sort of get uh with your passive insight you get the feeling that um the way business is done here is very much um it's very haggle heavy and it is um it is like buying a car anywhere else it is very much like i'm gonna come in and i'm gonna ask for this thing but that's not what i want what I want is that thing, but um, and then we're going to negotiate. And he, so Heath, you seem to have stumbled into the the pattern of um, of Trubluff negotiation, and he's confused as because he's doing his part, and then you're like, <laughs> and then you're like, I don't want it, and you're like, he's like, what? Well, I don't. Uh, that's not your line. That's, that's not your line. Yeah, we're we were doing the thing. Um, so he he will let you leave on a cosset, of course. He's he's not trying to hurt you. He's just confused as to what yeah. as to what's going on. Would you like to continue your search for boots of flying? Nah, that's where they told me to go. I'm not. I wanted to give it a shot. I'm not terribly that invested. She'll head back to um, the the God. All I can think of is the peeing man because it's the. I, the broken cellar. The broken cellar, because it's the thing. <laughs> it's not even a man peeing. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in a weird place tonight. So yeah, I'm going to go back to the broken cellar, and I'll give the money back to Olaroon once they get there. Okay. Um, over at the broken cellar, uh, Sirach and Saride. Not Saride, Fable. Nope, Fable. I apologize. The other Irish Fae. You guys are making your way in into the place... It is a uh, a rowdy jamboree uh, that has been going for many days at this point. Um, it's a lot of sing-along songs, sort of um, dueling dueling piano style, um, as as they sort of take requests. It's jelly rolls, kinda. Yeah, they take requests, they play, they sing. Um, it is a a good time. They're, they are mid-song when you are when you are making your way in. Um, what would you guys like to do? Is there an empty table anywhere? 
Um, make an investigation check. That's fair. I'm small and he's smaller, so the odds of us being able to see through the crowd and find a table are very slim. It's not that. It's that I've been at plenty of busy bars finding a table is a Natural effort. 20. You Natural do. 20 on well, that. You, you you, there are no tables, but what you do find is like when somebody's like getting ready, who like leaves their table unattended and doesn't put the chair down in the right way to be like, hey, I'm coming back to my bar stool. Um, yeah, so so you you get a chance to like swoop in, and I just um, grab I grab Sirak by whatever feather part is going to be least offensive but also hilarious, and uh, whether that's tail and I pull him backwards, like I feel like I've known him long enough that I would know where not to grab him, but like if I can pull him by the tail and be like we're going, like <laughs> um, uh, and and just immediately like find it. I feel like years of being in crowded performer bars have like and like tents and like party areas have trained her to be like okay where where that idiot great <laughs> let's go now we strike um and sit okay yeah you guys grab a seat um there are <clears throat> there are um as you look around there are some serving people that are coming around, but they don't seem to be, they don't have trays full of, uh, full of drinks. What they have is sort of these um, cigarette girl style um, mugs on, a, on like a tray of varying sizes. Some are large horns, some are, um, smaller mugs, some are glasses, and all along the walls are these different, um, looks like casks and kegs that, um, that are, are set up. Um, there's some low ever-burning candlelight, and the, and the music is, is rolling. Um, so, uh, would you, do you want to try to flag one of them down, or... As I yawn, you ask me. <laughs> um, I uh, ask Dragon Knight, do you want something? Or do you Ooh, want to just uh, set and sit alone? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I'll take that. And points to one of the, um, like, the big horn flasks. I absolutely try to flag flag down and grab a couple of, of those. It takes far longer than, than you would like. Um, but eventually... Um, a little, uh, she seems a little mousy at first, um, but she is, uh, kind of a, a strawberry blonde, um, country girl, uh, heavy with the freckles, and, uh, she's got, like, the little, um, bonnet hat on, uh, and, and very cute dress, um, this comes over. She's she's got her her uh, tray there, and um, when you go to talk to, her, what can I do for you, honey? Uh, we'd like to procure a few of your drinks, please, ma'am. Um, uh, can we can we tell what any of them are? Uh, all the casks are labeled. Um, okay. 
And she's, what you got? What? And she looks at you like, what do you... I've got the mugs. You've got the explorer's spirit. That's what this place is about. Just making sure. Okay, good. Then I'm going to grab a couple of them for, like, I want to look stylistically and, like, get some also for the rest of the party members that will be joining us later. Like, something fancy and flowery for Saride. If there's something that just looks like it was... If there's something that looks like it's potentially made of rust that feels like a Talroth thing, I feel like he would think that it would flavor the alcohol well. He might be wrong. He might be right. I don't know, but it feels like a Talroth thing where he's like, yes, I'm going to drink this right out of the barrel it was made in 800 years ago. Am I fucking wrong, sir? I, <laughs> as you're looking over stuff, over her, her mugs and cups and glasses, um... She she sort of goes, Are you here for are you here for a, a are you here for an hour, a night, a week, a month, or a life? Well I already like it enough that I might come back here for a life, but for right now I'm here for a night. For a night. Along with my friends. Alright. A mug. A mug for the night then. Um Please. Well you we can't sell it to you till your friends get here, but I can tell you yours and I can tell you your friends. So, oh my god, don't be that don't be that kind of establishment. You can't you can't sit till the whole party is here. You can't order till the whole party is here. I'm fucking trying to save them time. It uh she the mugs are um they look like sort of someone is copper colored, one is pewter colored, one is clay. Um or you know. Then there's larger horns and they get fancier. She grabs one of the um sort of like pewter tin mugs. And, um, and she goes, all right, honey. And, uh, you watch her touch it and it has, it glows just a little, just a little bit. Um, and she'll, she'll hand it to you. And when you take it, you'll feel your hands start to get warm and it will, um, it'll put your name on it. (laughs) And uh, and it's got a um, an hour, so you have ah, you've got there's your day, um, and make me a a perception check. Is now you start to see kind of what's what's going on. It's very cocked. I'm rolling again. I got stuck on things. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I will percept. A dirty 20. A dirty 20. So, um, the mugs are enchanted, and you can see occasionally somebody will make their way to one of the kegs, and um, basically, after your time is up, the keg spits on you um, and refuses to go into the mug. Um, it'll spray water on you. And so, very so much... So what I'm hearing is, I have to speed drink as much as I can in an hour to get my money's worth out of this mug. You bought a mug for a day. So you have 24 hours uh, with this with this mug. Oh, it said an hour on it, so I... No, I it gets an hour as to what hour of the Oh, thank you. The, Got it. I thought it was like... Day. 
a one-hour timeline, a time limit, and I was like, fuck, do I have to get shit-faced right now? Is this... <sighs> if you, if Swiggity, you had, wasted. Yeah, if you, had yes. paid, if you had paid for the hour, then it would have just been... Then, yes, but a been, day... Amazing. That. So you, it'll it'll work for a day, and then after that, uh, the mugs the mugs will attack you. Oh my god! Well, no, now I, I mean, understand. Now I understand why no one else could buy theirs until they get here. Yes. Um, but do we have a choice on what they look like? Can can Sorak get the horn that's as big as him? Uh, that's a lifetimer. Horn horns are for the are are for are for, for the life. lifers. Yeah, horns are for the lifers. Um, and they they are big horns because if you are a, a lifetime member, um, you you probably are going to drink more, and it is um, designed so that you don't have to get up as much. I love this place, by the way. This is this is drinking in the future, y'all. <laughs> this is the bar of the future, even though we are in the past. And I'm going to steal it for a book. Thanks, Cody. <laughs> You're you're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Realizes all he's doing is plagiarizing Disney's drink system that they have now. But (laughs) that's not that's not quite the same. But sure, it's it's a joke. (laughs) The whole like when they have the quick service, you can only get it for like three refills within an hour or something. (laughs) I didn't I didn't realize they were they were that about it. But I know like. I think oh, gas stations did it first, where it was like, buy this 32 ounce, pay like a quarter to refill it anytime you come in. You know? Yeah, Racetrack did that for yeah. a long while. And there are a lot of coffee shops also who do like the bring your own mug in and just get refills. Like, this is this is your mug. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it lives on the wall. Um, so, for they primarily serve um, ale uh, or beers right they don't have a lot of wines they have a small wine selection they don't have a lot of uh spirits but they do have a a small spirit selection as well mostly is is ales and beers and things of the such um so for a day pass uh that is going to be i really should have checked this first (laughs) i did not i may be about to be in trouble uh, that is going to be uh, 20 gold. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine. Sorak, do you need me to get yours? Yes. Well, uh, oh, yeah. I have no money right now. Yes. Yeah, I'll uh, also oh. pay in for the gentleman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're going to oh. bond hard. We're going to get all the alcohols and just drink until everyone gets here and like catch the fuck up. It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, so you guys are there. You're having a wonderful time. Uh, it's, it's probably like an hour after you guys arrive. Maybe an hour and a half. That's a ride. Uh, we'll, we'll be the next to arrive um, as you are getting into into the time and tower. Um, do I see her walk in? Make a. It's a busy place. Uh, make make a perception check. I'm also oh, like super. There pretty. we go. That's that true. is. 22. Yes, you you do see you do see her. Uh, she makes an entrance wherever she goes. So, I'm going to say after an hour and a half that Sarag has had quite a bit. Mhm. And he's going to turn around, he's going to see Sarag and he's going to go. 
We got a table! Come on! Oh, she'll come over. This beautiful, beautiful fey child woman. She's, I'm so glad that she's here. Oh, <gasps> you should be singing up there, Sarait. You're so much better than these ones. You're so good. Remember when you sang to that one? It was a song about the fairies. <laughs> uh, right. You both are tying one on, aren't you? Well, he, I hadn't seen him in so long, and we kept on missing each other, and it was, I had just look at his little face, and she, like, the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, I only have one hand, because I pushed to talk, so I can't get it, but the, you get it. She reached through the cheeks. Um, she look at his face, it's, it's, it's so good to catch up, and it's just, it's funny when he's drunk because he squeaks very high and loud. <laughs> like that. Uh, right. Okay. She's just going to sit down and enjoy the show. She told me to flag down a girl for you. There's a redhead over there. No. So it's very pretty and she brings us the cups. No. And then we go and find the things. Magic cups. They're magic. Magic cups. There's such magic cups. That sounds wonderful. I'm I'm all right, though. Uh, I think I'm just going to sit here and uh, watch you two. Baby sit <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Amazing. Yep. As, as the night stretches on, once the sun has set, uh, it does become a one cup minimum. Um, so you, you have to buy at least an hour. How much is an hour? Um... One, one gold. Okay, I'll I'll get a glass of really shitty bar wine. Okay, okay, it's actually not bad. It's it's not bad bar wine, but it does um, it does tend to be um, chewy. Not chewy. Tenons are not that bad. Uh, red. red or red or white. Red. What am I? Come on, red. Sophisticated lady. I will if I ever make a character that drinks white wine. You know I've lost my fucking mind. That's mm. valid, or an acting challenge. Lost my mind. Moscato. So <laughs> it, it's not sweet. It is. It is a nice dry red. But one of the things it does while you drink it is very lovely. But the after. Uh, taste does that thing when you have too much acid and like your cheeks sort of pucker in and your gums uh, tingle a little bit you know yeah, yeah th- it does that what the what yeah for like a half a second I thought Cody was talking about like an acid trip so did like, I immediately no <laughs> I was like what do your cheeks do when you have too much acid and why do you know uh, we'll talk about that later um, <laughs> okay oh wow this is okay it is delicious while while you're drinking it, but it but when you stop, it's it's very much like I see what they're doing. That's clever. Uh huh. Also, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Keep drinking. Just the one bitch. cup. Just the one cup. Okay. Well. Just the one cup. <laughs> well done. So you have the one drink. You are fine. Um, as we are uh, looking for the arrival of uh, Olaroon and, and Tauroth, 
I would like Sorak and Fable to make me constitution saving throws. Well, I did before I decided if I was drunk or not. Would you like me to roll it again officially? What was the, what was the first one? This was, this was just me deciding if she got drunk. It was a yeah. uh, con save. Oh, forget I have a really good, a 10. Okay. <laughs> because I have a plus seven on con. Yeah. Rolled a three. Yeah, I got a, uh, a plus, I got a 15 for mine. A 15, nice. And now an 11. Okay. No, wait, no, no, not an 11. Six plus seven, a 13. <laughs> Good news. Neither of you are, um, <laughs> neither of you pass out. You're, you're both up, you're functioning. You guys are, are in the happy drunk phase. Functioning. Um, but you are for, uh, you are under the poisoned condition. So you are, you are inebriated for all of your ability checks and saving throws and all those fun things. Um, Talnoth, Olaroon, you guys are getting your supplies. Um, you make it back to the caravan. There is a note, um, as you guys are making your way up, uh, Screevers will will pop his his head out. The students came by. <clears throat> they have a. They said they're going to the Weeping King. Weeping King. The Weeping King. Weeping Zalika. King. Huh? Zalika Hotel. We oh. Weary, weary king. Weary king. That's it. Thanks, Screamers. Are you going to hang out over here or are you going to go over there? No, Screamers is perfectly happy right here. Look at this. Screamers is king of the cart. He is not weary. Screamers is not soft like these fleshly ones. Clearly, clearly. I need to get Screebers drunk more than anything I've ever needed in any campaign, ever. Uh, oh, you doing alright for food and drink over here, Screebers? Or you want us to pick you up something? Screebers looks at you and looks at Olaroon and then looks back at you, remembering the conversation he had with Olaroon. He goes, no, Screebers has food for now. <laughs> hey, that's fine Screamers, I bet you do You know what? Keep looking over your kingdom And we'll see you soon That right? was good, Screamers is, per- is performing his duty Of protecting the gods We will pack away Excellent. food Screamers is going to Make perhaps Some sort of um, Countryside Dessert Screamers was thinking pie crust just, just the crust? Screepers has no fruit for filling. That's a good point. We could get you some fruit, Screepers. Then Screepers would break a pie. Uh, do we have any fruit in the in the the rations? You, so you guys got you did you didn't get like a lot of fresh fruit because 
you can't really yeah. keep it cold. But you did get like dried fruit, but you could. There's plenty of stands right around here. It's yeah. I'll go to Druid to just like give him good berries and be like, good berry pie, let's go. You couldn't have more go than ahead and... a lick of a gl- good berry pie. One good berry feeds you for a day. You can't like. Yeah. Try me. I don't know. I got this way by eating more than what I needed a day. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. Oh. You can get <laughs> what type of fruit would you like to get him? You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and grab some peaches. Okay. Sounds good. Um, some peaches, some stone fruit. Yeah, he it it. They're a little bit on the other side, but 20 minutes there and back. You you know, wandering through the place. Um, and I don't know what like two sil a silver for for yeah. enough peaches to to. I'll go ahead and pie. I'll go ahead and give him. I'll go ahead and, gi- uh, and give him the peaches. It'll be like, hey, Scribbers, I got this for you. Peaches. Wow! Yeah. All right. Let's see. You can't just eat pie crust, man. You gotta, you gotta, at least, at least, kick it up a notch, as the the world famous chef, uh, Emiral Lagasse would say. Mm. Pick up pies. This is a good idea. Scribbers will embrace this idea. And you see Screevers begin, because, um, you know, he's, he's a kobold, he's got little claws, but he can somehow, some way, sort of pinch and, like, he un- he peels the peaches, like, like unwrapping a mummy. <laughs> and he, he has a spiralizer. Say what? It's like he has a built-in spiralizer yeah. in his claws. Yeah, 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 exactly, kind of. Yeah, Reavers, If I have to peel any fruit, can I can I come to you to do it? Depends on the fruit. Screamers will not do grapes or peaches. They are too small, and honestly, kind of freak him out. Texture without the skin is a little like um, like a chewy kidney. Like it's got a little texture to it. It's weird. Does not Why are you like trying that? to ruin fruit for me? Why? Why? Why do you do that? There's no way a kidney and a grape are anything alike. Screevers is insane. Action. No. <laughs> no. There's no. <laughs> it's not possible. That's why I said it. Well, Screevers, I'm looking forward to tasting your pie. I can thump a watermelon and split it on the vine. It's weird. All right, all right. Well, I thought you just wanted to know more about Screamers, but that's fine. I understand. (laughs) I will bake a a Screamers pie and see you later. I will see you later, almighty king. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll turn to Tauroth and I'll just be like, so... After today, I think we both desperately need a drink. Yeah, I am not going to argue with that one. Right. Let's head over to wherever they said they were at. Broken. Yeah, I think they were the broken cellar or something like I that. Think, I think that's what it was. Sounds good. And we'll. Yep. As you guys are making your way to the broken cellar, 
Um, are you guys buying mugs for the hour of the day? The the the. What do you got? Uh, with Saride there, um, he's gonna do it by the hour. Okay. I'm gonna she go by the hour for now. Laughing when she sees them is like. <laughs> Bullshit. Come on over. Fable, oh my has God. Begun, Fable has begun trying to perform with the band. Um she's that kind of a drunk. Make a make yeah. a performance check. She's a fucking circus drunk. She's like, is there a tightrope? I've never done it, but it's time to try. Um, no, she has done tightrope. Is there a trapeze? It's time to try. <laughs> okay. Is that a Amazing. disadvantage? No, hold on, because that was really good. Please be really bad. Nope, still okay, still fine. Dang it. A dirty 20. I rolled an 18 and a 14, and I have a plus six. Nice. Uh, you, what type of performance are you doing? Uh, what's the song about? What are they singing right now? Uh, they are they are singing like a um, one of those oddly happy. Uh, Irish lamentations about being poor. So it's like the it's the like the folk song, folk version of a country song. Uh, Amazing. She decides that this is the moment that she wants to try to combine her fire and ice prestidigitation and do fun colors and just be like it's idea. blue and now it's red and now it's no it's never red it's blue ice and now it's blue fire and now it's just swirling in my hat. She keeps it small. And she makes like colors and patterns with the frost. Sure. And she like melts it when the song is sad and builds it up when the song is happy. And it's just a very artistic and she thinks it's brilliant. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it is. She does a, she handles the ice and the fire very well. Um, she does not do the the dance associated with it. Not quite as coordinated as, as she would like to dream it is. She falls off a table at some point. I'm sure. I'm fine. Um, I'm sorry. Is there a group of people essentially line dancing? Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, because Sorak is in that group of people now. All right. Yeah. Like he, he sees Fable go up and start telling the story, so he's like, "Oh, I want to join," and so he goes to start uh, dancing along. Okay. Uh, give me a give me a performance check. You can, <laughs> you can use dexterity for it if you would like. Uh, it is at disadvantage. Yes, it is. Um, it is uh, a, four. a four. I rolled a five, and my performance is minus one. So yes, yeah. Um, you are you are bumping into people. Every whenever they go left, you go right. Whenever you go right, they go left. At one point, one lady next to you jumps on the ground to do the watermelon crawl, and you like trip over her. Um, yeah, it's it's awful. It is <laughs> it is every line dancing experience I am privy to. Um, and the entire time, he's just going to be like looking back at Talroth and like dancing around, being like, "Leave, be like a leaf on the wind." You're doing great! Sorok, you look so good! <sighs> I'll turn to Saride. He looks terrible. <laughs> She's just drinking very slowly her wine, 
and we'll put it down after everyone and they have like that hmm? fuck this place okay <laughs> you well you'd have to be on to mug like five at this point if you because they were gone for okay. six hours per hour so you can get oh, a, yeah. you can get a new one when they come back but when they come in i'll get i'll get a new one when they get there okay. she's hating she's regretting this choice immediately um but she's just keeping an eye on the children okay so hey all if you wanted to drink this would be an excellent time she didn't care <laughs> <laughs> She has bigger problems, and they yep. are loud and dancing. Absolutely. In fact, she'll even toast with you when you sit down and get a drink. He's like, and he'll, 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 he will try and be as casual as possible. Be cool, man. Be cool. Drink, drinking with my teacher. I gotta. Yep. Gotta be yep. cool. It's weird when you drink with your teacher, man. I've done it before. It is. It really. <laughs> I've done it like multiple times. It's freaking weird, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll go. I'll be like, well, how long have they been here? Uh, since we left. At oh, oh. Do we have? Did we get word back from the students? Did they? Did you see them? Ah, yeah, they're at uh. An inn called the Weary King or something like that. Oh, good. Because we're going to need to have to drag these two there pretty soon, I think. I was going to just put them in, on the cart. No. I feel like that leaves a better lesson. Trust me. They're going to have a hangover tomorrow and that's plenty of a lesson. This is our last, like, decent place to sleep for a while. Hmm. Until we get to what? The four town four four farms? Four yes. point farms. Four point farms. And four point farms is how far away? About like how many days travel? About a week? Okay. Yeah, well, alright. I guess. I just think it would be funny. Stop it's being nothing. so cranky. Hmm? Stop being so cranky. Drink your juice. Yeah, sure. This is juice. Um, <laughs> Both hands on the cup. Both hands on the cup. Come on, man. There's, there's juice. There's, there's, if there's juice, it's de there's definitely gin in it. Ooh. Yeah. Laid back. La look, Olorun is sipping on gin and juice. Laid back. Uh, so. Olorun and Talroth, uh, how aggressive are you drinking upon arrival? I am keeping it real even throughout real, the whole night. Real smooth. Okay. Uh, Get a nice buzz going, and that's about it. Sure. Talroth? Uh, just enough to kind of take the edge off. Okay. Mostly just kind of keeping my eyes open, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I saw pickpockets earlier. I figure well, a bar might be a good place to pick a few marks. It's true. Um, both of you make me constitution saving throws, please. Well, I could get the one again, guys. You, we you, all know how that turned you out. You could. We've set some it's lower It's going to be a hard DCs. time convincing her that it's just juice if you pass out. 21. 18. Yeah, you guys You guys are fine. You are you are functional. I'm going to give you um, disadvantage on uh, on your first initiative check. 
but you're not you're not poisoned. Is that if that makes sense? Yeah. Whenever you're whenever you've had a drink, you're you're just slightly slower to to get going. Um, I guess we get into a bar fight. Are you trying to get I mean, into a bar fight? I am not trying to get into a bar fight. I'm not trying to start now. Megan just I mean, got so tired <laughs> hearing that sentence. The word bar fight happened and she went, nope. <laughs> not again. She just like I mean, powered down. Hey, uh, Olderun, I mean, if you want to start a brawl here, I could find a, I could find somebody for you to swing at. I mean, I mean, I'm fine. It's really not like I, I don't go looking for fights. Unless they're with, you know, demons, undead, or, you know, people that hurt other people. That's pretty much it. I'm a simple man. Sprite is watching this interaction wide-eyed and very disturbed. You guys hang out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, he, he like, looks like, what's with the, what's with the look? You're you're looking at me weird, like I did something. No, I don't. No. <laughs> I mean, it's still—it's right there. It's still on your face. Like I can see you. You know that, right? Oleron, that's my face. This is what it looks like. Yeah, but it doesn't always look that suspicious. Mm. I'm going to slowly move my chair away from her. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, she's darting back between both of you. It's not fast or anything. She's not drunk. Thank <laughs> God. I will make it out of this. <laughs> no, like, well, sorry. Well, whatever it is, I didn't do it. Didn't say you did. Just nothing. Just keeping an eye out. You know, we're in a strange place, and Tarroth can back me up, right? Well, I'm actually a little confused myself, because, uh, I mean, if, if, if you want to get into a bar fight, then yeah, just say the word. I mean, th- it'll take like two seconds to get this shit going. No, no. Yes, Sirach? It is at this point, with the inability to read a conversation, that Sirak will uh, misty step uh, and, like, bamf in between um, Talroth and Olerun, like, arm on each of them, and just be like, You know, I don't know if I say this enough, but I think you guys, I mean, all three of you, you might, you might have become, like, my best friends, and... I'm, I'm like, it's, uh, you know, I just, you guys are great, and I think you should be told that more. I don't think you're told that enough, and so, you, 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 oh, oh, they just started a new song. Missy step out, back onto the dance floor. Oh, oh no. That's the best news uh, boy. I mean, I, appre- I appreciate the sentiment, but this is the... This, this is this is where they this is this is how bad they I mean I saw the line dancing earlier all day but... it's been this all day almost since I walked in well she's that scene in New Girl where the the two Schmitz have been going all day uh, all day well 
I'm slightly concerned. Um, and I also find this hysterical. So, That's so funny. Can we can we mess with them, please? I approve. She just drinks her wine. Her lip puckering wine. That wasn't a no. <laughs> Listen, apparently she just bought 700 gold worth of lube. She probably should go get started on that. <laughs> she does give you that, like, the minute you walk in the door, by the way. Oh, Not in, in any overt ways. Like, here's the 700 gold for you, friend. Like, she'll... Yeah. She'll slide it under the uh, across the table, or, like, under the table. And weirdly enough, she's making sure Tauroth is watching to, like make sure it's covertly done, that it's <laughs> right. Does that make sense? How was my sleight of hand? Good. <laughs> Would you like to make a sleight of hand check to attempt to impress sure. with covert nature? Go for it. Uh, can I try to assist her? <laughs> Let's see what she does first. I'm gonna need the assist. Yeah, go ahead. You can assist her. She's rolling again. Seven. <laughs> what was yours, Talron? Natural twenty from twenty-three. Or sorry, Thank 33. God. Okay. Oh my God. Is to make it seem like I didn't do anything that she did it okay. Mm. Just to kind of help her ego. Oh so. no, it's not like I'm not I'm not asking you to like I'm not making sure he's judging me. It's more like a please alley oop me in the, with this into the bag so that no one else in this fucking bar knows seven hundred gold just transferred hands <laughs> into a bag of holding. Please dear God, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Talroth does uh, does step in on the handoff about uh, <laughs> earlier than midway through, and um, <laughs> and yeah, it does it does proceed through pretty um, pretty well. Um, any anything else before you guys decide to call it a night? Actually, actually, um, I. Uh, seeing the nonsense that is uh, occurring, mm-hmm. um, I am going to have some fun, and I can so I can see uh, I can see both Fable and Sirak within like within thirty feet of me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna cast command on Fable, and I'm just gonna say, dance. Do I roll an opposed check for that? I believe you it's get a, a wisdom wis- save. Oh, it's good. a wisdom save. Advantage. Let's fuck. Let's fuck this up. Dance, Fable. Dance, Fable. Well, dance, Fable. Dance. The first one was a natural 20, and so I am upset that uh, I'm rolling a disadvantage. <laughs> a six? Yeah, my, my, my save is 16. 
So you must dance. <laughs> and she looks exactly like that. Like a hundred percent like white girl wasted dance. Very, uh, very beautiful. well done. I can't do that in the studio, but I can do that in when I'm in my own space. I have more room. Yeah. Um, but I also did cast it with a packed weapon slot. Uh, so I'm also going to do it to Sirach. Wisdom so save, you think... So you shall receive. <laughs> I rolled a four and a five. So uh, 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 that's a, a total of six. Now, remind me, does six beat your 16? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Okay, so, no. Sorak is doing the, like... <laughs> the sprinkler. <laughs> which looks even better because he has wings. He has like the the he's got like the feathers going and stuff like that. <laughs> ah. And then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be just gonna turn and be like enjoy the show, and kick back and sit back with my gin and juice. Oh gosh. Um. When they're done dancing, mm -hmm. she's going to try to wrangle them. Well, before that happens, fuck you guys um, receive um, a you get the an Obi Wan Kenobi hologram of uh, of Screebers. Um, and as you guys sort of sort of look about. You, you realize on your person, Screevers has, um, over the many nights, has sort of sewn on or attached a, a little, like, cobalt scale uh, onto, your, onto your person somewhere. And the cobalt scale is what's kind of projecting the, the little, the Screevers, uh, a gram. You, you implanted trackers on our bodies. Is that why you spent you so much time at Pierce's grave? grave? <laughs> Trying to get it back. They're expensive. Um, Thank you. That's exactly where my mind went. He is the Abed of this group too. Screebers, uh, the Screebers Graham. Is, you see Screebers up on uh, on the cart, two pythons in hand. Um, uh, you will never take Screamer's kingdom away! Away, foul beasts! Oh no! We will save him and his pies. No, I will, I will, I will see it. I will set down my drink and I'm like, well, time to go to work. And then I just get up I'm and, like, I am and just start walking out. The only I'm... thing that Sorak can think is, I am so hungry right now. It looks like he made pies. Let's go, go get, get them. Some. Yeah, let's go get the pies. As as we're before the gentlemen leave, I'm going to mantle of inspiration. So everybody gets eight temp hit points, and guys, you can move a little faster if you need to, want to. 
Okay. Also, so then I just book it out of the room. <laughs> uh, I would like action move. So that's a bonus action. I'd like to action um, lesser restoration Sirach first. Okay. And I'll get nice. on the way or when we get there. Okay. <laughs> um, make an attack roll with advantage. Because uh, Sirach is dancing. Last I checked. Uh, hold on. Uh, 19. 19, yeah. So as he's dancing around, he's flailing, and you're like, uh, and eventually one of his wings comes uh, watering by, and you just, uh, you grab it, and instantly the, the poisonous effect sort of drains out of uh, Sirach's feathers. Um, Sirach, you, you feel hungover uh, very quickly. Um, and then it's slowly passing from from hangover to, to normal. Um, but you are functional. Um, you are no longer poisoned. Uh, whew, uh, thank, uh, uh, thanks for that. Um, Wait, is Screamers in trouble? Yes, he is. I need you to help me get Fable. We have to go. I'll sober her up on the way over, all right? Okay. Um, Fable! We gotta go! I'm on my way! Help is on the way, dear! As you guys go running outside, um, Olorun and Tauroth, the first thing that you guys see is that it is not the entire, um, caravan that is under attack. Now, honestly, it doesn't really look like your carts are necessarily under attack, but they're, the four Wildlanders are being um are in a in a fight like a weapons drawn blood on the ground fight with um what looks like some hobgoblin um veterans some some old war vets um and so they the fight has spilled over to the cart and you can see where screevers had been had like built himself a little stone um, oven and like was built was making his pies. Um, that's kind of been crushed over. So he's up on one of your open air wagons. Uh, he's like dunked a a, a a bucket on one of their heads. He's hurled pies at them. Um, and there are four veterans that have um, shifted their attention away from the Wildlanders to Screebers and to his kingdom. Um, I'd like everybody to flip for initiative. The music is already going. Thank you. Bat cards! Uh, somebody can track this that's, for us. That's, a, that's, that's helpful that Meg got an ace and I, the drunk one, still got a four. <laughs> All right. Uh, bad guys are on a... 10, um, and then there we go. You guys are on a four. Okay, uh, Meg, you are up first. So action, lesser restoration of Fable? Absolutely. Yep, you hit her. Ah! Oh, God, 
I swear I'm a better dancer than that. And, um... Oh. Fuck. Wait, hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Hold on. Um, are the boys close to me? Uh, after you move, sure. Then I will... I'll get Olorun up there first. Um, so I will face-step him. I'm okay. in spring. So he moves, not me. Okay. Awesome. So you you reach over, you uh, perform the lesser restoration. Fable uh, feels all the alcohol leave through her pores, um, and then you you come uh, dashing over to Olorun. As you touch him, you teleport him. How far can you send him? Thirty feet. Okay. Yeah. So so you guys were about sixty feet from the carts. Um, so he is he's within thirty feet of them. Uh, that is it for Saride. Uh, I believe we jump now to uh, Bad Guys and Mars. Mars, you have the higher decks. Go ahead, Tauroth. All right, so you said we're about 60 feet from the carts and them? Yep. All right, so I'm going to move and bonus action dash for the full 70 feet. And just haul ass, pull out the knife that I have, and just go for one of the hobgoblins. Okay, go for it. Screevers is threatening it, so you can absolutely get the sneak attack. Yeah, that is a natural 18, so that's a total 27 to hit. Definitely hits. Uh, Yeah, armor class on these guys is 17. Uh, 15 damage with the dagger. Okay, nice. So as you come rushing up, Screebers sees you and uh, goes and just screams out, Pie Stealer! And that um, is enough to to catch the guy's attention back to him and your dagger sinks deep um, into the ribs between the uh, between the, the blade, uh, between the splints in the mail. Um, Yes. Up next is the bad guy. Uh, so he's going to turn around immediately, and um, he's going to take two longsword uh, attacks. Um, and there's my dice roller. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Um, so that is going to be, the lower is a 11, the higher is an 18. Towards me? Yes, you, Tauroth. Uh, the 11 misses, the 18 will hit. Okay, so that is going to be 8 points of damage. Um, and then, uh, one of them is going to attack Screebers a couple of times. 
Uh, Screebers dances out of the way of both of those attacks. He is um, he's he's very slippery, and the guy rolled a natural one, so that's uh, that's nothing. The next guy attacks him. He does hit Screebers once, um, and when he hits Screebers, Screebers sort of falls back off of the cart, uh, dropping his his pies. Um, you can hear him. He's alive, but he's he's off the cart and he's not feeling too good. Um, Any way I can save one of the pies? Uh, if you want to use your reaction to make a dexterity saving throw to catch the pie, you can. Sure, why not? All right. I mean, he worked hard on those. He did. That's the twelve total. Uh, also, you say you save most of it. Part of it slides off the Tim, but uh, you're like, uh, you, you save most of it. Um, so you've got one dagger in one hand, pie in the other. Um, the other guy is, uh, spends his turn pulling the bucket off of his head and um, and seeing what's what's going on. So we are moving on to Sirak. Okay, and you said there are three of these hobgoblin veterans. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah, there there um, are more, but only four ha- are Screamers pissed off four of them. Okay. Good, good, good boy. Um, so then in that case, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to pull my wings out. And 50 feet closer... Uh, well, not 50 feet. Uh, get about 20, 20 feet closer, so I'm about 30 feet out from them. Okay. And the one that Talroth just hit, how's it looking? Um, not quite bloodied. All right, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. And then I'm going to attack it with my uh, longbow. Okay. First attack. Oh, shit, that's good. Uh, that's a 26 for my first attack. That'll definitely hit. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's 1d8 and 1d6. That's 6 plus 4, so that'll be 10 damage. Okay. And then the second one is going to be uh, 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's also going to be d8 and d6. Oh, that's much better. Uh, 7 plus 5 for 12 plus 4 for 16 damage. The second arrow uh, pierces through the armor, hits him square in the chest are you guys trying to kill these guys or are you trying to knock them out incapacitate okay um so so yeah the the last one um cuts into the guy's uh arm making it useless and and he drops the sword and sort of crumples onto the ground trying to um the remedy the the wound he is out of the fight um Anything else, Sirak? I think that's all your actions. That is all my actions: two attacks, movement, and yep, and bonus. All right, Fable and Olarun. I think you might have a higher dex than me. Mine's only one. Then never mind. I barely beat you, so I will go. Um, great. Uh, are there two that are close together? Uh, they're all kind of close together. They're not. Super far apart. What are you trying to do? I was wondering for ice knife range for explosions. Yeah, yeah, you can hit um, one with a with the ice knife. And then the second one. Yeah. 
because they have to, yeah, that's what I was making sure, because otherwise it's worthless to cast in general. Um, first, I'm going to bonus action Mantle of Flame. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they hit me, damage. And then I am going to Ice Knife. Okay. Fifteen to hit. Misses. Damn it! Um, but hit or miss, I think it uh, it is hit or miss. The shard explodes. The target and each creature within five feet of it must extend a dex save or take two d six cold damage. So please have him and his buddy make a save. Okay, dex save coming up. Uh, one is a natural three. The other is a sixteen plus one for a seventeen. So that one succeeds, but the natural three fails. Yep. So he is going to take some damage. That is an 11 of damage. Mm. Yeah, I rolled a six and a five. Nicely done. Uh, anything else? That's it. All right, Olaroon. So, so how close am I to them now? 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, I'm going to move up as close as I can get to the other one. Okay. Uh, well, to 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 get just kind of within the middle of them. All right. Yeah. You you get you get you can be right between two of them. Another one is about five ten feet away. Uh, actually, can I do like a like a run past like attack on on the one that I won't be in the middle of? Like I'm gonna run and then like kind of like hit him with my sword and then get in between the two of them. Sure. Go for it. Okay, because I wanted to uh, attack the um, the one who's gonna be ten feet away from me with booming blade. Okay. Uh, so that is a soft twenty to hit. Definitely hits. So that does twelve points of longsword damage. Okay. Plus another six points of thunder damage. Okay. Um, and he is now um, sheathed in booming energy. So if he moves uh, before the end of my next turn, he takes another 2d8 worth of thunder damage. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'll probably wind up taking an attack of opportunity on the way over. Yes, you will. I'll do it. That's fine. Okay. But yeah, you come, you come, uh, ninja samurai dueling past with a booming blade as you uh, cut into him, and uh, on the on the run out, he swings the backside of the blade. Uh, attack for seventeen. This is okay. So uh, yeah, the swing uh, just wide as you uh, as you dip out of the way, and I think that's it for Olorun. Okay. Uh, new round. Three of us are on a five, so... The slow round. The slow round. Ha! Ah, that's awful. Um, Ooh. Olorun, what'd you get? Queen! That's you, buddy. You're back yeah. up. Yeah! Hey... This is what uh, I love about the ever-changing initiative of, like, card initiative is, like, you could be last one round and then immediately have to go again, and that changes, like, your whole mentality of, like, what? what? Like, I love it. Just had to be uh, excited about it. I'm so, um, the other two that I'm within uh, range of, mm-hmm. I'm going to 
bonus action Hexblade's curse on the ugliest one. Ooh. Um, well, there's one that's taken some damage from uh, ice shards, so that one is a little uglier at this point. Yeah, weird. Well, he's, then he's got that weird. Um, what is it? Uh, Tomorrow's not enough. That Bond villain that had diamonds in his face for no reason. Okay. Ice shards. Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I am going to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast Hexblade's Curse on him. Okay. Uh, then I am going to attack with my longsword. And I rolled a 19, and you know what that means if someone has Hexblade's Curse on him. Oh, do you? Do you do you yeah. crit with that? I crit on a 19 if I attack someone with Hexblade's Curse. That's very cool. All right, let's do it. So you, um, maximum damage, because we're doing the new... We're, we've done. We've changed some critical things. You get maximum damage. You can either roll normal damage on top of that, or you can uh, impose um, a a condition. Uh, I'll say for this one, if you want to sunder his armor and uh, make him a little easier to hit, you can do that, or you can um, knock him pro. I am probably just going to try and knock him as unconscious as I can get him. Okay. So I'll, I'm just going to hit him and just keep hitting him. Sure. Uh, so that is a total of... What so, dice are you rolling for damage? Uh, a, D, a D8. Okay. And Exploit's Curse, does that add... It's not like Hex. Uh, it, does... it, adds, it adds my proficiency bonus, so it adds another three. Okay. Um, so... Uh, it takes, uh, so eight, so it takes 16 damage just from that, plus another three, so 19 points of damage. Uh, the extra dice that I rolled was a six, so 25 points of damage. Okay, 25 points of damage. He is holding on, however. Uh, well, as the, as the blade sort of cuts through him, he grits it together and is, is up, but barely. Can I also throw a divine smite onto that? Yes, but I I would say next time do that before I tell you if he survived or not. Oh well, yeah, I was gonna try and I was gonna I was planning on doing it anyway. Okay. Just to clarify, like I wasn't trying to like. Well, he's not, you know. Yeah. Um, just because I don't get to crit, because I don't get to crit very often. Absolutely. And when I do, I always throw a divine smite on. And why not use your warlock and your paladin things in the same attack? That's weirdly beautiful. Yep. I love uh, it. I lo- uh, so I'm gonna do a second level divine smite. Actually, no, first level. I'm not gonna waste that. Uh, so that's uh, two. So that's four d8 worth of extra damage. Well, two of them are maxed because of the because of the crit. That's an yeah. additional 16 points, and you roll 2d8. Okay. God, yeah. Uh, so, plus another 6, so 20, uh, so 22. So, altogether, that's 47 points of damage to this guy. Which would have one-shotted him if he had full health, but he didn't. <laughs> When you went to smite him, he was down to four. So very, he is bisected. There is no option to not uh, to not let this guy sur- survive. Uh, and then also, 
And then can I like turn to his friend and be like, "Are we done?" Um, okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna let you make an intimidation check, but I will That's go ahead fair. and make a. Um, I'll make a wisdom save for his friends because they did just watch somebody bite it hard. Nope, they're fine. <laughs> they're pissed. Okay. Um, after the queen, I think it is. Uh, no, like Um, I'm going to close the rest of the gap. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to drop my uh, I'm gonna drop my bow and for my action pull out the blades of House of Rain. Okay. In a slightly like defensive position. Okay. And say to the uh, and say to them uh, alright alright I think I think we're done here I don't think we need to take this any further I'm gonna let you know they they seem um, they're going to continue fighting well alright if that's how you need to go um, that first guy um, that I half downed He's, he's he's not. He's about to run away. Okay. Um I and because he's not dead, I can't move my hunter's mark, can I? I'll let you. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you. I'll move my hunter's mark onto one of the two guys that's still there. Yeah. And I will uh double strike him with the blades of Halso Rain. Okay. Let's do it. You want uh, the damaged the guy or the not damaged guy? Uh, let's go with the damaged guy. All right. The first one is going to be a 14 to hit. Misses. All right. The second one, uh, the second one's a 16, which I think also misses. That one does also miss. All right. A little bit of the residual booze is in there, so, uh... Yeah, you're still feeling it. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, that is it for Sorak. Uh, Tauroth. All right, so the guy who looks like he's going to run away, is he the guy I stabbed? Yes. Or was that the guy who just got bisected? No, no, no. The guy you stabbed is the one running away. Okay. Uh, am I able to... Well, Sorak is threatening him, yes? Sorak is threatening one of the two combatants left, yes. And Olorun's threatening the other. Okay, so I'll at least shift around a little bit so I can just carefully put the rest of the pie down. Okay. Flip the knife, flip the knife around like a nice pick, and try to stab that one hobgoblin in the back. Okay. Well, that's already damaged. All right, let's do it. That is a sixteen. Sixteen misses. Any bonus actions? Uh, would I have been? Would I be able to just kind of flip the knife to the other hand and take another stab, or just pull the second knife to take a stab? You can draw one weapon and attack with it in the same turn. Yeah, I will pull out my other dagger, my oh. non-magical one. Okay. Better. That's a twenty-three. Yes, that will hit.
So what the sneak attack that is 19 damage. Ooh, nice. He is barely holding on. Um after that. Fable, you're up, because I believe you have a two in decks, right? Yes. And I'd like to go find that one that's barely up. <laughs> okay. You see him. He is there, standing. Apparently. Ah! Good. Amazing. I run at him! Um, and I don't actually have to go anywhere. I'm just going to firebolt because it's free. Yes. And I fail very hard. Did you roll a natural one? No, no, no. I rolled a three. Okay. And even with that plus seven, that's a ten. Um, so that's going to fail me. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna quicken, and I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Because I'm petty and angry. Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm just gonna run at him and hit him with my staff. So you you can't make a um, you can't make a melee attack as a bonus action. You're right. You cast I can't. Spell but, then I'm the... gonna quicken, and I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Hey, natural twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, she's just pissed. Um, you upset Screebers, and she's not okay with that. So, what is your firebolt damage now? Two d ten. So you get twenty points of damage plus the roll. Base, yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm assuming he's dead. Yes. Twenty plus ten plus ten. I swear, I rolled back to back tens. I, I you you incinerate his. Um, to the point that it is only his clean jaw that uh, melts off of his body and flops onto the ground. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to help. The After that, the one guy that remains is going to uh, attack Olarun twice. I didn't go. He has a one in dex, and then you have a zero. Fine. <laughs> Both of those attacks are going to miss. He's going to draw his short sword and make a bonus action attack, um, which is a 22. Hold Ah, uh, Yeah, that hits. Uh, okay. That is five points of uh, slashing damage. But that is it. Uh, right. Can I get to Screebers? Mm, Screebers is about 60 feet away, so you could dash to him if you wanted to. Um. Sorry. Um, the one that I booming bladed, has he moved? No, he died. Oh, wait, be- no, that, no, that was, that was my next turn anyway. Never mind. Yeah, he, he died before he could move. And your turn happened very quickly. Yeah, so. yeah. Never mind. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. But I can bonus action and trade an action for a bonus action? Yeah. Thank you. So she's going to healing word him? Okay. Hold, please. Nine points. 
Um, yeah, you, you hear Screamer's moans of, ah, ah, oh, all right, yeah, okay, yeah, everything's good now, thank you. And she's going to, she kind of, like, runs her hand across her shoulder, like, you see her fingers go under her, under her dress collar, mm-hmm. um, and she suddenly starts shimmering. Like her hair kind of blows a little. She looks much prettier than she normally does, and um, she's going to just sort of very calmly, like Galadriel, start walking into melee with all of this bullshit. Okay. Um, do they? Are there any saves or anything I need to know about? Um, with the glow up. Well, I don't think I can do anything. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The one who's still fighting. Mm-hmm. I need him to. What is, what is command? What is that save? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Save. wisdom. wisdom yep. I can save from experience. Need to make a wisdom save. Okay. Um. Ten. Fails. Okay. Um. Uh, she's gonna say because the minute he does it, he is uncommanded. So I don't know. Um. Oh, he's technically charmed by me because okay. of this. So she'll just, she's going to crook a finger and say, mm-hmm. come. Uh, okay. Uh, does he do it? Yeah, I think he has to do it on his turn. I don't think he has to do it on his reaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. like if I said, stop, then he stops and then his <laughs> starts immediately again. Yeah. So. Okay. Next round. Nine, nine, ace, eight. Tauroth, you're going to be up first. Let's go ahead and start that, because you're on an ace. All right. Uh, Yep. I'm just going to try to shank this guy right in the kidney again. Okay. Go for it. And I'm going to go with both attacks on this one. So that first one is a 14. Yeah, no, that misses. And the second one misses also. Okay. Oh, sorry. No idea how I missed a guy who's charmed. I'm, but yeah, I mean, he's he's charmed by her. So he's not attacking her, but he is still defending himself. He's not, he's not, um... Stunned. Oh, no, I'm blaming, I'm blaming my dice. Oh, like, okay. I'm just blaming my dice, that's all. That's fine. All right. Um, so, up next, after Tauroth, uh, Sirach. Uh Let's go ahead on this train of uh, missing attacks. I'm going to do two attacks with the Blaze of Hazel Rain. Okay. Okay, not missing either of those. Uh, that's a uh, 17 and an 18 on the dice. Yeah, both so of it's those a hit. 24 and a 25. Absolutely. Um, 
So that's going to be 9 plus 4 for 13 damage. Okay. And then 10 plus 4 for 14 damage. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to swing with my off-handed blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be 13 plus 7 will be uh, 21. Uh, yeah, 21. 13 plus 7 is 20. It still hits, but yeah. Yeah, it still hits. Um, that's not a D8, though. That's a D6. And so that's 6 plus 3 for 9. So that's an extra 9 damage. 9 points of damage. All right. Wow. This guy's barely holding on. Um, after anything else, Sorak, that was any movement? Nope, just gonna stand right there. Okay, sticking oh. with him. No, yeah, no, we're good. I believe up next is Fable. I'm actually gonna hold my action while I wait for this, uh, focusing on the charmed one, mm-hmm. in case it, like, breaks, because I want Sarai to be able to do whatever she's doing, if she's gonna, like, convince him. Okay, no, you're not? Okay, then I'm going to attack. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were, like, wanted to, like, convince him to do stuff, and we were ruining it for you. Okay, then never mind, I'm going we're to fight ruining. him. Okay, great. Then I'm gonna hit him with shit. I'm gonna gonna hit him with fireballs again because that went really well last time. Go for it. Sixteen misses. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm not quickening again. I already did that once. So never mind. I'm just ah. Uh, on his turn, he does as commanded. Um, actually, I'm checking this. Um, yeah, it doesn't say he gets another save if you attack him. So he he spends his turn approaching you. Um, he is charmed by you, so he cannot attack you. He's technically not. Oh, he's not. No, if they're charmed, they have disadvantage against the save. So if like I play for a minute and mm-hmm. I do this, it's easier for me to to do this. It's easier for me to command them. Okay. He's just, he's just under command. Okay. So he he spends his turn moving to you. Um, do I get an attack of opportunity for him leaving? Yes, you do. Do all yeah. the three of us that were surrounding him? Uh, yeah, go for it. I don't get it. So, techni- actually, technically, force movement does not cause uh, attacks of opportunity. Um, so, but he's doing it on his turn. I'm going to give it to you. It's a it's a weird loophole. Natural one misses. Tauroth. 27. Nope, sorry. 25. All right, Olarun, you taking the attack of opportunity? You're muted. Probably misses. That's a 12. 12 does miss. Tauroth. Uh, 
13 damage. 13 damage is showtime. Yeah. Uh, are you leaving him alive? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave this one alive. Okay. You, you're the butt of your knife uh, connects with the back of his head as he, as he, somewhat confused, not confused, but under the effects of command spell, move towards, um, towards Saride, and the the thunk is matched by the follow up of his body dropping onto the ground. As you guys cast your eyes towards the Wildlanders, they have um, they've killed a couple of, of hobgoblins themselves, but they have driven off the the rest of them. And um, one of them is making one of the Wildlanders is coming over to to check on you guys. Um, I believe it is. What is his name? Ah, there it is. Skull Cleaver. Grat. Grat. Mm-hmm. Grat is uh, comes making his way over here. Uh, thank you for the assistance, my friends. Is your um, little uh, baker <laughs> all right? Screamers is fine. All those Screamer spies have been ruined. This is oh. unacceptable. Well, screamers, screamers, I did save at least some of the pie, and I'll go back and get whatever I could. Ah, oh, Screamers is... I, this is very impressive. Thank you. I was working on my lattice work, but it is... Uh, it is difficult. Um, as, you, as you look over his pie... Um, it's a decently made pie. It's not. It's not like British Bake Off good, but for for being you know in the middle of a fairground with a makeshift stone oven, um, yeah, it's a decent. It's a decent pie. Um, little burnt in some areas. Didn't quite cook evenly. Like he doesn't have like a pro oven, but yeah, it smells decent. And Screepers ah. He'll like get himself a piece of a piece of uh, peach out of it. Um, uh, this is uh, <clears throat> well, good. We're we're glad we're glad he's all right. The um, the assistance wasn't required, but it was still appreciated. Well, kind of curious at. Why these ugly some bitches decided to pick a fight? They're of they're of Clan Blooddrop, former neighbors to the north, the west. When the revolution came, <clears throat> they sought to escape the influence that had befallen their brothers, sisters. My people saw it as an invasion, not fully understanding the suffering that they had endured. 
For generations, you must understand, we in that Blood Drop clan killed each other on sight. That they would come to us for aid was never an imagined possibility. Many of us have attempted to make amends. We did so here today. But our overtures were met with um, suspicion. Understandably so. Unfortunately, it seems, we wildlanders in these blood drops must return or persist in our ways. Faultless violence. Well, at least uh, this last one here, not just kind of kick the hobgoblin we left alive. Uh, better leave him breathing or no? No, leave him be. My people did not come here to seek blood drop. Blood. We have no enmity towards them. We have driven them off. They have lost some men. They will respect our strength. I suspect... We will not have any more immediate trouble with him. And to kill him while he's unconscious would be glorious. Bad form. Precisely. While that conversation is happening, mm -hmm. and Sarai is, she doesn't have pretty for that much longer, mm -hmm. she wants to do a like a tour around where we are at. If there's anybody that's on the street mm -hmm. that just saw this fight specifically fable incinerate a man down to his bones. Uh, she wants to try to, Hey buddy, you good? Mm -hmm. We're all good here. We're not psychopaths. I promise. Is she being trauma counselor or our PR agent? That's her job on this fucking ship. I figured it out. Y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do. Mama's gonna come up in the back and try to smooth it over. So she's, uh, yeah. Hey, okay. we're good. You don't have to kick us out. We're not witches. Make a, um, make a persuasion check. Uh, do you have advantage from, from your glow up? Uh, no, the, really, I think the only thing I can do is cast command as a bonus action. Okay. Just Jedi mind trick them all. Chill. And this I, is fine. Chill. Yeah. Chill. I have an appearance of unearthly beauty. Okay. I'll give you advantage for it. Go for it. She's going straight men in black. <laughs> what you saw here was swamp gas. I'm sorry, what is this? Persuasion? Yeah. Persuasion. I want to watch men in black. <laughs> you think that's bad? I want to watch Descendants. Fuck off. I just watched all three. They're really good. I haven't I, seen the third I, one yet. I need to. <laughs> 26. Okay. Nerds. What? So. Fuck off. Um, you do a very good job smoothing things over. Most of the races that are here, especially the, the um, non-Republic races, the hob other Hobgoblin tribes that were around saw what happened and were... 
uh, I'm not going to say cool with it, but they weren't, uh, they weren't vengeful, right? Um, there are some other lizard folk that are here that are not part of the adamantine scale. They, um, you can tell they're, they're a different breed of lizard folk. They too were like, yeah, man, they picked a fight. Like what, that seems to be a lot of the, the idea that most people have. Um, doesn't look like anybody was really going to try to kick you out. Although there are some, there are some like Republic people that are here that were much more um, discomforted and offended. Yeah, very, very pearl clutchy. But um, you do a good job of, of smoothing all of that, all of that over. Um, by the time you've finished your lap, you uh, can see that there are even some, um, some goblins, some kobolds, some um, some other little races that are around to immediately scavenge the the hobgoblins and be like, "Are you keeping that? Do you do you want that guy? We could we'll take him off your hands for you. You know, get him a get him a put away. Maybe uh, take these clothes if you're not into it, and you know we'll put him in a nice. Uh, we'll, we'll get rid of him. We'll bury him. Dude's." You know. Uh, excuse me, concerns. Now, I understand you have a business to run. You have needs to do yourself. However, at least give us the proper time to mourn the loss of these upstanding gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm saying that uh, people people start to smell very quickly after after they've died. It's uh, you know you you it's uh, you know we'll pay you. But only only if you let us take them in the next uh, in the next mm, two minutes. Make it four minutes, because I need two minutes to look. Well, I mean that's that's part of the point, you know. If you're gonna strip them down, then they're not worth as much to us. Well, seeing as we did all the work, we at least get the first cut of something. I mean, whatever's left on them, sure, you can take it, but we at least got to get a trophy. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You're, you're fine. Yeah, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Four minutes, here we go. All right, so I'll just, I'm just going to quickly look for anything that would be of interest, not so much like if they have jewels or gold or anything, but just anything that might be interesting that could be helpful later. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check. That is a 23 total. Nice. Um, so they do have a little bit of gear on them. Um, if you're looking for that... Uh, let me know. Splint mail and some swords, some basic swords. It seems to be the most of it. They've got about 20 gold pieces on them between, uh, let's say, 30 between the four of them. Well, one ran away. So 25 between the, the three of them. And um, they do have some blood drop crests and emblems on their stuff if you wanted to keep those for any reason but that's about the most interesting things that are on them
I'll just take one sword off of each of them. Okay. I think there's nothing really that interesting. I'll even leave the gold because oh. I figured these guys could these guys might need it. Okay. When you leave the gold, they they um they oh all right well um yeah and the, they'll leave they'll give you ten gold for for the bodies, which is clearly more than they were gonna pay, but they they got more than what they asked for. It's just sort of good PR on on their part. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to chat them up. I'll throw little thieves cans in there, kind of. Thanking them for their generosity on time. Mm. Um, you get the feeling they don't understand thieves can't. They're just uh, good old fashioned. Um, you know, they live in this weird town, so whatever they can scrounge from people that pass by, they'll pick it up and repurpose it and resell it. Eh, worth a shot. Okay. I'll just toss the ten gold into the party funds. Um. Is there anything else pressing you guys would like to do tonight? Then that's where we're going to call it a night, guys. Um, thank you very much for hanging out. Thanks for playing. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow night with Storm King's Thunder. Super excited about that. Um, hope you guys have a, a wonderful evening. We are going to talk to you. We'll see you next time. But uh, until then, be cool.